Yeah, I can hear you. One in the chat if y'all can hear. He said you muted. Steph said you muted. Can y'all hear me? One, two, one, two. Oh, there we go. We back. What up, y'all? Yeah. I was cleaning up some stuff here in OBS, so. I probably broke something on this side. What up, people? Um, greatest podcast in the land where Uncle Hotep is suspended for another week. <laughs> How many side quests he got left? Uncle Hotep got a few more side quests left. I think about four or five side quests left until he's allowed to come back to the show. Hopefully he gets them completed by next week. Standing in for, for him is Cannon Hotep. Shout out to Cannon. Y'all know Cannon. What's going on, everybody? Finally um, got Hotep's been told you. God damn, it's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> is this your first time on the show? Yeah, it's my first time on Hotep's been told you. Oh, it's only right. It's only right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, Are we, are we raiding your stream tonight after this? Yeah, yeah, we definitely gonna raid my stream tonight. Okay, so f directly after this show, we heading over to Cannon Hotep's channel, and we're gonna be talking about. Uh, we'll be set heading over to Cannon Hotep's channel. I got a whole bunch of topics for us tonight. Obviously, we're gonna talk midterms. We got a lot to talk about. Actually, let's hop right into the first topic. But before we do that, I got to show love to the Cash Appers, the Cash Appers who keep this channel going. In the meantime, shout out to Jason Jabari, Jose. Jose does our timestamps. Jose's books are, are in the description box below. Please go support Jose. Cop one of his books. He is an excellent, excellent political strategist. He's going to help you uh, maintain your two-way rights. So there's a two-way rights book in the description box below. 
So make sure y'all get in tune and support. Uh, and it's not expensive as all. His books are not expensive. So let's see. Um, Khalid Muhammad. Khalid Muhammad. Wow. Hotel. Khalid Cooper. I'm sorry. Khalid Cooper. Cons- consistently supporting. Um, Kristen. Uh, wait, no. Chris Priest. Shout out to Chris Priest. Appreciate you. Jason Davis. Checking in from Rumble. Isaiah Mascal. Appreciate you. Much love to all our, our uh, cash appers and super chatters for the people that are not grifting. Go ahead and drop a super chat. They go inside of the ages already. Shout out to inside of the ages. Consistently supporting the channel. He says sipping that cosmic kombucha dues pay. See that? See that? Paying the dues. Paying it forward. Art dogs. Every Thursday, I look forward to turning on Fox News at 8 p.m. and turning on the Cool News Network. Best show in the land. <laughs> oh, Devin Bill. What up, Art Dog? Our dog came to our uh, Saturday night bill, our Hotep and Bill Saturdays. In order to get access to that, you got to be a VIP Patreon member. Uh, Patreon.com slash Hotep has been told you where you get two doses of Hotep has been told you one on Monday night. And of course, the free show tonight. So salute to everybody who supports that, all of our VIPs. Let's hop right into the first topic. Um... Alex Jones is ordered to pay another $473 million to Sandy Hook families. Jesus. <laughs> I, I don't, I guess they just want to kick a brother while he down. Like, wasn't it like, then they tried, they said he, uh, he owed like a billion, right? Like $999 million and 99 cents or some shit like that. He owed a billion. Now they want to have another $473 million? Another half a billion. How much money do they think he got? <laughs> I guess they think he worked for them people. God damn! Like, <laughs> like he he like he got a he got a, a money printer out here. So bad for him. Like they just they just want to kick him while he's down. They just want to get him out the paint. They just want to bankrupt him. I mean, I know he's got money, but they want to make sure his grandkids is in debt and make him out. Like, god damn! I mean, like, this is what I don't get about the whole situation in the first place. Like the shit was in what 2013? Yeah, that was a he minute ago. He wasn't the only person with uh uh some skepticism in that situation, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe he's one of the bigger voices, but he wasn't the only person with skepticism. Yeah. He came out and he retracted his statement. He said that that's not what he meant. He actually reached out to family members and stuff like that and apologized and all this other stuff. Here come the uh here come the you know the, the midterms and all this other shit. And they then they tried to shut him up with the same uh, what was this twenty seventeen when they they got him and uh Farrakhan off the um yeah I think it was like Facebook and stuff yeah I think it was twenty seventeen yeah right so they get them off of all the social media thinking that was going to all right they done right Jones makes band dot video yep he gets you know he gets everybody pushed get pushes traffic over to infowars.com. dot mm-hmm. can't stop him right, right. voice too big. Which, 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 made uh, him bigger though. Made him bigger. Yeah, Let's mention did, that. Right. Made him a martyr. Now, what your boy Bill Cooper say when you need to get rid of a voice? What you got to do? What do you say? He said you, you got to discredit that voice. Yes. Not only that, you got you, only way you can control people is through fear and through debt. Right. So they trying to break his pockets. Whereas though they trying to make it so that he can't even he can't even, he don't even got operating costs for Infowars. 
they were trying to shut him up for these election, this this election, like this election cycle for the midterms and then for 2024 coming up. That's just my opinion. And they're going to keep pushing at him. They're going to keep digging at it because this was a, this whole situation was over and done with by the end of 2013. And they just came out in 2016 because they knew he helped. He had a, he had a, he had a hand in helping Donnie T get in. Yeah. And they went after anybody who helped Donnie T get in, uh, get in office. Mm -hmm. So what they did was dig that story back up. And what's shorty name that did the, the hit piece on him. Um, now she, all of a sudden she like on the conservative side, Megan Kelly. Okay. She did the hit piece on him, right? Mm -hmm. She went over there and interviewed him and they edited the shit out of that video. Mm -hmm. Super bad. And then that's how, that's what they used to get him off social media. It's just been a, it's been a, it's been a hit job on Alex Jones for like the past seven years. I mean, it's, there's a sequence of events even this year, right? It, you know, if you say that event happened in 2013, it got rid of him in 2017, but it's midterm elections year. They hit Trump hard, Jan 6 committee, um, Mar-a-Lago FBI raid, Alex Jones this year. Um, it seems like an all out assault on, on, on right wing cats trying to divert, distract. Um, also in regards to Alex Jones, um, band.tv, he's consistently having to create new.com so people can share his stuff on platforms like Twitter. So I'm wondering, you know, Elon's been doing a lot. We're going to talk about Elon and Twitter, but I'm wondering, are they going to release Alex Jones account? Are they going to allow his dot coms to live on, on Twitter platform? These are the questions I, I, I really don't think Elon's gonna, gonna bring him back. What do you think? You think Elon's going to let Alex Jones come back? Not right now. I don't think he can. I don't think he, I don't think he can because they're already on his neck. Right. <laughs> you know, his neck. I just heard earlier, uh, uh, nickel slick talking about Elon might got some dealings with some foreign countries that may be unsavory and we need to take a look at this shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sound like they trying to, they trying to, they trying to, uh, they trying to, they trying to set a whole, a whole, a whole campaign up against him. Oh my God. You right. go, you go against that democratic party, man. They're going to come for your neck. You not go against mention, them commies, they go on, a, on your neck, boy. Not to mention, let's not pretend that uh that Musk ain't took some of them them government bucks. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? So he one of them people that's like he 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 he's stepping out of line. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, it's kind of weird though, because you know, he he's been helping with Ukraine, he's beaming internet over Ukraine, so he's been helping with that. I don't know, you know, I don't know why. You know, is are they that scared of what Elon might do with that platform? This is really wild. I think so, especially when you look at Twitter. And I always remember when it first launched that it was it was it was promoted by the government. Mm. It was promoted by Congress, people in Congress. That's yeah, that's what we need to get our, our our voices out. I remember that. I think mm -hmm. McCain said it when it first really dropped like that. Yeah, the media, legacy media all, you know, got their accounts verified and basically had partnerships and the news outlets got, you know, their own preferential treatment in the feed and uh, searches and trending and explore tab and all of that. Yeah, yeah, there was a, definitely a cooperation between the establishment and Twitter, Twitter. But Twitter used to be a good time, man. Twitter used to be a really good time. Um, 
I thought we were going to see glimpses of that with Elon coming back, but he's decided to go a different route. His first change, let's model just hop right into this topic since we on this one is uh trans verified accounts. Means verified though. Huh? <laughs> trans verified. That's what I'm calling call them? them. I'm calling them trans verified accounts. <laughs> yeah. You know, cause I'm a, oh, I can't say OG, but I'm a, I'm a, um, original verified account and here y'all come treading on my territory i thought i was special and here y'all come with these trans verified accounts see look don't be mad at us right don't be mad at us because you had to go through the hazing and shit <laughs> and we went through the crack we went through graduate chapter all right we went, through, we went through graduate chapter you had to go through the hazing and all that other shit all right we went no. through graduate chapter we got our honorary doctorates and you had to go four years don't get pissed at us. I'm mad. I'm mad. <laughs> you know how long it took me to get verified. Don't get mad at me because you was up in Nordstrom's and I was down in Nordstrom Rack and I found that shit on clearance. That's what it sounded like to me. It sounded like somebody getting mad. Dog, I am furious. It took me, I've been on Twitter since 2009. What's that? Like 14 years, 13 years or something like that? <laughs> this is how long it took me to get verified. And here y'all, and, and I just got verified a few months ago. It ain't even, I ain't even been verified a full year yet. And here y'all come devaluing my blue check. I'm so upset. It's gotta be eight dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am, I am, I am, I am furious. I'm just happy that when you hit the blue check, it shows you who was the real and, and who is trans verified. So we can still see you know, who's what and who's where. Then uh, here go Uncle Hotep. All of a sudden, he pop up verified. Talking about real niggas don't griff. Real niggas don't need the, the, the verification tag. And he verified by the streets. I need y'all to pull the old clips where Uncle Hotep was talking about this verification. I need y'all to find them episodes where he was talking about this verification. Now, all of a sudden, here he come verified. Look, look, look. It's bigger than the eight dollars. All right, it's bigger than the eight dollars. Elon trying to show you that all men are created equal. All right, nah. And for the low, low price of eight dollars, you two can have the status of a a, a, a hotel Jesus. All right, because look, they, if they letting Republican, what Eric Swalwell be verified with the stuff, the stupid shit he say out his mouth. Yeah. Then why can't I be verified? God damn it. Patriot J said, this nigga hating. I am hating. <laughs> Brody done got verified. <laughs> I can't be special no more, man. Shit, I was already using Twitter Blue before everybody else. You was. You was the reason why I got I, Twitter Blue. I was like, shit, I can get 10 minute videos? Fuck it. Yeah. $2.99. I, then I was like, fuck it. I might as well pay the other $3. I'm Actually, good. it was you that first had me like considering it. And mm -hmm. I think I was streaming with, with the quartering. And the quartering was like, man, you might as well just go get it because you get, you know, longer videos or whatever, blah, 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 blah. So, um, I mean, it's a good time to plug my article today. I have wrote an article today on menavoided.com. Um, let me pull that up, put that on your screen so y'all can go read that. And I'm actually expanding on I, I, I found two more rules. Um, let's pull this up on your screen. So this is under the latest post six unwritten rules of a Twitter elitist rule. Number one, never argue, use the block button, watch your follow ratios, 
No fraternizing with peasants. Don't tweet too much and attack ideas, not people. You guys can go see my explanation for all these rules. Now, two more rules is going to be hitting. I'll be updating that uh, tomorrow. But six unwritten rules of a Twitter leader says the Men of Order article of the day. Make sure y'all go to menoforder.com. Go support the squad. Um, but yeah, man, I'm 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 totally upset, man. I'm totally upset. Y'all y'all done treaded on my territory. <sighs> I mean, come on, man. Like, you know what was gonna happen. He said he told people it was gonna happen. He did. You know what I mean? And but at the same time, look at it though. Other people's paying 15k. 15k to get a a, a blue check. <laughs> First off, I don't know why you that pressed that you gotta pay fifteen thousand to get a blue check. You paying that much money? That's wild. Now that's something that's I crazy. was never gonna do. That's crazy. And and that was under the table, apparently. That so, was uh, under the table. And I've had people offer me that, like, yo, I can get you verified, da da da, slimy. So I'm like, yo, bro, I'm not paying to get verified. Like, I'm not sending you racks to get verified. I just won't be verified. You know, my thing is with Elon, what I wanted him to do was be a little bit more liberal with giving the verifications out. Um, because there's a lot of people online that, that should have been verified, you know, like if somebody's got a good ratio and look at their engagement, okay, yeah, maybe we need to verify this account. Da, da, da. I have no problem with him, you know, verifying more accounts. But now you got people who, you know, follow uh, 3,000 people, but only got 600 followers running around here verified. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. You know I mean, there should be some standard, you know, some level of leaders. But this is the take I had earlier. I said, um, this is a new uh, style of classism. Because now you're going to recognize who's poor and who got the money. And, you know, there's a lot of pushback I got from people to say, oh, well, you know, I'm, you know, I don't think I need to pay the eight bucks and I'm frugal with my money. And, you know, uh, you know, real niggas is not going to get it because, you know, we don't need the verification, blah, blah, blah. But here's the fact of the matter. You know, I feel sorry for the young men because women are out of dating based upon status heavily these days. So now how does it look to a woman? You know, if she sees your account's not verified, she knows it's eight bucks. And she thinking like, damn, you can't afford eight dollars, bro. You think it's going to go that deep? Oh, yeah. Like nurse said earlier, this is the new pocket watching. Oh, shit. It's the new pocket uh, watching. You know, it's like if you ain't got the verified cats is looking at you like you ain't got eight dollars a month. This nigga can't afford to take me to Applebee's. God <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> That's where we at with it, with the superficial America we live in. Yeah, we've been there, though. We've yeah. been there. Just, it's I just mean, getting I worse, just, though. Now, you know, I guess I guess I would see I could see that on, I guess, Instagram or something like that. But Twitter, huh, I don't know. Here come Chad. I'm going to show you what Chad got on his account. Oh, I've seen that shit. <laughs> Let me put this up on the screen. Here go Chad. I verify myself. It doesn't cost anything to put free at the end of my name. And he got the free logo instead of the verify logo next to his name on Twitter. <laughs> Shout out to Chad. <laughs> He's a damn fool, yo. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny though? He might start a trend. Cats might just start putting that shit on there. Like, you know, I'm a free user. Put this free next to my name. <laughs> <laughs> I will, and the funny part is I wasn't even going to do it, but I was like, I'm already a blue member, a blue uh 
Oh, we got to the Twitter blue. I might as well pay the other the extra five dollars and and just just donate to the cause. Because I feel like the reason why he's doing this eight dollar thing for the for the uh for Twitter blue and to be verified is because he's trying to make some of that money back. Monetization. Yeah, and that deal that he just overpaid for for Twitter. I mean, it's also going to clean up, I guess, bots and, you know, fake accounts. And you had some people who um, started impersonating. Like we saw Kathy Griffin. Yeah. We talk about that. You know, Kathy Griffin was out here impersonating Elon. But other accounts started impersonating accounts with the verified tag. But them accounts got zapped ASAP. You know, impersonating is not going down, especially, you know, they're not even taking away your blue check. Your whole account just gone. So then Kathy right. Griffin, she got zapped away from the Internet. And then she gonna come back under her mom's account. And her mom's dead, right? Yeah, that's fucked up. That's crazy. And then she said something like, "Um, she wouldn't mind or some shit like that," in the tweet that she put out for it. Like, how pressed you gotta be to 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 be relevant? Like, the, you had a the you had a show called Life on the D List. You know you a shitty celebrity. <laughs> the grift is undefeated, man. The grift is undefeated. It, it, if you allow shit. it, it will consume you. Shout out to the grifters. She want that same. She want that same uh, level. Of, I don't even know if it was a level that she was on when she did that whole Trump headless Trump shit that she did. Oh yeah. Like, she think now it's time to come out and be whatever whatever form of patriotic she thinks she is. She just grifting trying to get some money. Nobody wants your old wrinkled ass no more. <laughs> like, keep it moving. Like, well, how pressed you got to be that you have to find your mother's password? To Twitter, just like, to tweet, just to tweet, just to just to just to go ha ha. You can't get rid of me. That's terrible. That's the funniest thing. That's terrible. Shout out to all my Android users, like Black Hotel. Apparently, um, Android users can't get the verified check mark. Oh yeah, I noticed that today. Um, because when I went to do it, I had to do everything through my iPhone. Oh, oh, that's what you did. Okay, I had to do everything through my iPhone. It wouldn't let me do it through my computer either. I got to get an Android because um, Hotep Nation needs a phone. Mm -hmm. So I might get an Android for Hotep Nation because I'm still uh, a fan of Androids. I, yeah. like, I don't like my iPhone. I don't like it. I only have it because my kids want to FaceTime me. It's the only reason I got an iPhone. Androids are more customizable. I can do more shit with the Android. Mm -hmm. Like when I, was a, when I was a system administrator, my Android phone came in so fucking handy. Mm. A lot of shit I can't, I couldn't do with the iPhone. I had to have two phones. I had an Android phone for my for work. Mm -hmm. And an iPhone for like just regular life. Like yeah. An Android, honestly. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get one. Go ahead and get one. Shout out to Mo Facts in the house. Let me go ahead and let's promote the Mo Facts. Mo Facts is now a moderator on your channel. Mo Facts, welcome, welcome, welcome. Give uh, Mo Facts a wrench. Yo, he was spitting some. He was spitting some. He was spitting some. Yo, you talk about a million dollars worth of game for nine ninety nine. Yo, listen. Mo was spitting on Tuesday. If y'all if y'all missed that, go back and listen to uh, our election night coverage. Man, Mo was killing it. There's no way we didn't have the best election night coverage. Ain't no way possible. There's no way. Um, Mo, actually, uh, we were in the middle of um doing the Patreon show with Uncle Hotep on Monday, patreon.com slash Hotep's been told you. And uh, I had to call in Mo Facts because me and Mo Facts was texting about um, the Candace Owens situation. And you guys can go listen to that conversation with Mo on the Patreon. And um, uh, so when I spoke to him then, I was like, yo, you know, I definitely want you to come on uh, election night coverage. You're somebody that people need to hear from. And uh, yeah, it came and tore it down as always. 
Um, I got to get Mo um, a link to my Calendly so he can get on my calendar. I got Sam Tripoli coming on. Scott Horton finally um, uh, finally rescheduled. And we're going to get Mo Fax. I got Sam Tripoli, Scott Horton, and Mo Fax coming up on my channel soon. So I got some heat coming to the channel real, real soon, man. I can't wait. You might not realize this either, yo. What? One of the reasons you and Sam hooked up. Really? I don't even know that. Yeah. How? This is before I even start making videos. I've been, I've been listening to Tenfold Hat, the Tenfold Hat part. I've been listening to that shit for, I think, since like 2014. I've been listening to them, right? Okay. So I was tweeting out some stuff, and that's when I just changed my moniker to, uh, to Canon Hotep. Mm. Um, I think I kept I kept adding Sam in your tweets or whatever, and then he was like, "What's this Hotep thing? I think I want to be a part of it." I think that's where this tweet came okay, out. Okay, I think I remember yeah. that. Yeah, I think next thing I know, you was on his show. Mm. Like, they hooked up. They linked up. That's what's up. Shout out to Cannon Hotep. But yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, Tenfold Hat Part. You know what I like about Cannon? I was thinking about this earlier today, and he's here now, so I might as well say it while he's here. Give him his flowers. You know what I like about Cannon is um, he never asked for too much help. You know, some people, you kind of got to walk them by the hand and through everything and getting set up in the pod and all of that. And, you know, he asked for help where he needed help, but he got his stream up and set up to the point where I had to ask him, yo, how you do that? <laughs> I love self-starters. That's the beautiful thing about Hotep Nation. We got a bunch of self-starters. You know, some people wait for you to walk them by the hand through everything. And we didn't have to do that with Cannon. He, you know, where he had questions, you know, we gave answers. But for the most part, bruh just got up and moving on his own. And that's beautiful. I love to see self-starters. But like I said the other day, I needed the um the plug in a dual stream. I'm like, how you dual stream? He hit me off and then I watched a YouTube video, whatever. Boom, dual streaming. Uh straight to rumble. So yeah, man, that was that was super dope, man. Um, so shout out to Cannon Hotel, man. Put I need I need put some flowers in the chat. Put the flower emoji in the chat for Cannon Hotel. We giving them as flowers this episode. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm also jealous of his setup. <laughs> I thought I was popping with my green screen. This nigga got the real life background <laughs> with the Call of Duty Arsenal behind him. That setup is fire. Every time I watch your stream, I'm like, yeah. That shit fire. Carefully curated by yours truly. Yes. Uh, comic book posters by uh, Burlington Co Factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think the two best setups on the internet I think are yours and Eric July that I've seen. You know what's funny? Mm. Is that I watch Eric July. He he shout me out on his show when he do a show all the time. He shout me out all the time. Okay. I actually got my ideas for my background by watching his show. Mm. That so makes I had sense. My, I had my own idea about what I wanted because I was doing green screen at first too. And then okay. I was like, I kind of want to get away from the green screen. Yeah. So I had the gun idea and I started off with the gun stuff. And then I was watching Eric July stream and I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead. I, I read comics. So I'm like, let me go ahead, throw some comic shit up and get some lighting going on. And yeah. 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 No, nah, it's fire, man. Two, two really good setups, man. I love Eric July setup. Um, I always show that to people too. When we talk about streaming, I'm like, yo, you know, Eric July is, and I always show them Eric July set up. In fact, I'm working on a new product. My product's coming out soon. Matter of fact, where is it? Um, damn, I think my daughter didn't snatched it up. I'll show it to y'all later. Uh, actually I got, um, 
Actually, I'll show it to you later anyway. Um, but I got a new product coming out soon. I was talking to, um, oh, here it is. I was talking to uh, our marketing director, our chief marketing officer, Alex, who's uh, my partner in this thing. He's doing an amazing job on this project with me. But a little spoiler alert, show you guys what I got coming out. But we're coming out with a red pill, the Hotep red pill. Oh, shit. <laughs> the official hotep red pill you know what I'm saying get your minds right so look out for that launching uh november 11th 22 22nd 11 22 22 so y'all gonna see me posting that date a lot 11 22 22 but i was talking to my cmo alex and i was like uh you know we were planning you know how are we gonna promote this thing or whatever and i had to show him eric july setup you got a really dope setup and um that shirt yet you got on I showed him that too. I love that Nutrition Facts Hotel. What does it say on there? Oh, so um, I mean, I got a couple shirts I'm working on. So it says consciousness, thousand percent, self sufficient, thousand percent, self mastery, a thousand percent, acceptance, a thousand percent, loyal, a thousand percent, pioneer, a thousand percent. Oh, that's fire! That's yeah. fire! I need one of them. We need to put those up in a store so I could buy one ASAP. Let me know when you got that up so I could buy y'all. All right, yeah, no problem. I'm working on trying to get a whole store jumping um, now. I just, uh, I'm, I came up with a couple of um, concepts, and then uh, I'm just working on trying to get this online store going, and then we're going to start selling them, yeah. Yeah, no, that's fire. I like that one. I like that one. That one's fire. I need that one. I, I like the Hotep University one. We got the uh, the Harley Davidson remake Hotep stuff that's coming. Cool. That one's that's dope. Cool. And um, I like that one, too. Um, let me get Super Chats. As always, Kamar Daniel, donations, donations, donations. Uh, Johnny O, he said, Unk needs to do the electric slide to come back on the show. <laughs> <laughs> the African electric slide. You saw that shit? What? Is the African yeah. one now? Yeah, they got a new electric slide out. What? <laughs> oh, I need parts of that. I need parts of that. Uh, opinionated junkie, I would like DeSantis uh, to run. However, I doubt he could win. Winning Florida by the landslide is making fanboys cocky. We're going to talk about DeSantis and Trump in a little bit. Absolutely. Joe Biden with a super chat. What up, Joe? Uh, Wes Moore is going to take away your guns, Cannon. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, man, listen, I knew he was going to win. He had all the money behind him. Yeah. yeah Obama making uh, fucking uh, commercials for him. He already was the CEO of Robin Hood, apparently. So he already had that cash. Mm. Right? Yeah. He had all the backing of the DNC. Oprah, all of them. I ain't heard you. Like, his posters were everywhere. So you know how that is. Especially in Baltimore and PG County. You know, it's like, oh, we heard his name, so we're going to vote for him. And he got a D behind his name. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'm hoping he ain't coming after him. But I got a feeling he's going to try and do some slick shit. <laughs> he already on that Agenda 2035 shit, too. So, hold on. What's this? We got a. Oh God, this is real. Elon proven billion doesn't mean intelligence. What's this thread, chat? Um, chat. Explain this. Text me and explain to me what this thread is, so I don't have to like figure it out while I'm streaming. Um, Steph Colonel said, "Uh, Unc really blue checked up. Take his ass to court. Facts." Facts. Uncle Hotep got he we gotta see him in Hotep court when he come back. ASAP. ASAP. Um all right, let's get back to the topics. Brittany Griner is being sent to a penal colony. Have a break, nigga. 
<laughs> Bro, if she wasn't a prisoner of war before, she a fucking prisoner of war now. They taking all their frustration out on her ass. Like they, I guarantee wherever they sent her to, there's no record of any prisoner wherever the fuck she going. They'll never find her ass again. Holy shit. Yo, Chad, Chad put in the uh, man of water chat. He said she cut her titties off so they can put her in a penal colony. Oh my God. <laughs> but we even got a Westmore bot in the chat already. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Chad, behave yourself, man. Jesus. <laughs> um That's that's wild. I bet she's I bet she's looking forward to um I bet she's looking forward to Trump coming back. I guarantee you, if he if he want to win, he go over there and get her. Right. But then they got that. What's that fucking uh? What's that rule that like citizens like normal? Because since he's not a you know he don't hold office right now, normal citizens can't do any type of foreign um. Can't have any foreign involvement in like diplomatic issues. I forgot what it's called. The no, what the hell was it called? Oh, I can't okay. remember what it's called, but. It's some law that is, is weird. Like, Kerry break that shit all the time. John Kerry break that shit all the time. The minute Trump go over there to get her and he's still a regular citizen, mm -hmm. they're going to fucking try to lock his ass up on that law. Oh, like, damn. And I'm pretty sure that's why he ain't did it already. But I think he, to go get her, he can go get her. I think Biden mentioned something about uh, about trying to go get her. No? No, he keep having meetings with our wife and, uh, and shit, but he ain't doing shit. They don't, they don't respect him. They don't fucking respect. How you gonna throw fighting words at another country? You call them a murderer and some more shit, and they go, "Hey, can you do me a favor? Can you let Shorty go, though?" Mm. Well, peep this. Peep this. This is wild. This is November 9th. This is yesterday uh, from MSNBC. Here, let me put this on the screen so people. The hat check. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Shady. The hat check. That's what they call it. Look at this. President Biden on Brittany Griner. My hope is that now that the election is over that Mr. Putin will be ready to discuss with us and be willing to talk more seriously about our prisoner exchange. I'm determined to get her home and get her home safely. What does that say when they had to wait for elections to be over? <laughs> they don't give a fuck about it. They, they gave her the ice cube treatment and they still ain't going to go get her ass. <laughs> they say, you know they what? Get her ass. He said, like, we got elections to handle. So you're going to have to wait. <laughs> you have a seat. I still stand by this. Donnie T was in office. There probably would be no Ukraine Russia debacle, and she'd have been home. Right, right, right. Because relations relations would have been uh, appeased somewhat, and and yeah, she would have had a higher likelihood of coming home. Absolutely, I totally agree with that. Funny part is he showed him the blueprint on how you deal with people like Putin and 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 Kim Jong Un and shit. Mm -hmm. Right, mm -hmm. businessmen. They don't they don't give a fuck if you like them or not. You got to treat them like businessmen, right? That's how he ran with it. He had Kim Jong-un over there sitting on the steps like a side chick. Mm. He left the, G, the G2 or whatever the fuck that shit called. And then he went to the uh, the, uh, the DMZ and was just walking up and down talking to him. Called him right the fuck down. We ain't see a rocket fly ever since. <laughs> so nickel, nickel slick get in office. That's shooting them every two days. Yeah, they shooting them every two days. You right. I forgot who it was, the representative from China when he was here. He told him to his face, he said, you're weak and in no position to negotiate. <laughs> he told him that to his face. <laughs> and he think people going to work with him. He the laughing stock of the world. Mm. Wait, till I pull, 
Wait till I pull up this DeSantis Trump stuff. I got some 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 cat. Um. All right. Um. Let's move into the FTX debacle. This FTX stuff. I got a lot to say on this. I'm gonna pull up. This is very important. This is. I'm gonna say out of everything we talk about tonight, this is the most important thing we have to talk about. Everybody needs to be paying attention to this. I hope y'all sitting down. I hope you're planting this fraud, and I hope you're paying attention. This is some financial news here. So. Um, if you guys aren't familiar, FTX is a cryptocurrency, uh, cryptocurrency, uh, exchange company connected to Almeda hedge fund. Um, it says here, April 29th, April 25th, Joe Biden announces a presidential campaign 13 days later on May 8th, 2019, Sam Bankman fried. Hold on. I got to put this up on the screen. Y'all got to see this. Um, Cause this is directly from uh, Bitcoin Zay. Shout out to Bitcoin Zay. Let's see Bitcoin Zay. Look, come look at this. Let's put this up. Um, where are we? Here we go. Right here. I'm gonna put this story up on the screen so y'all can see it. Um, so this is Barbara Fraud and Sam Bankman Fraud. Freed maybe. Um, son of Barbara. Okay, so on May eighth. 2019, Sam Bankman Freed, son of Barbara Freed, the co-founder of the political fundraising organization Mind the Gap and Get Out the Vote organizations, including the Center for Voting Information, launches the FTX crypto exchange. The exchange is an overnight success that enables Sam to become the second biggest donor to the Biden campaign. Really makes you think. This looks like uh, it was on poll. And real quick, shout out to Crypto Wendy. Yo, she's been keeping me up to date on this. She shot me over a whole bunch of stuff that we're going to go over today. So shout out to Wendy. Yo, uh, appreciate you, love. Um, it says uh, B. Mrs. Fried uh, launched totally grassroots Democrat Pat in July 2018. Wonder how you're going to raise enough funds to make a difference. Son coincidentally becomes multi-billionaire a few months later. Sometimes things just have a way of working themselves out, I guess. <laughs> That's a hell of a coincidence, goddamn. God, um, that a hell of a coincidence. This is one hell of a coincidence. All right, let's go to the <laughs> Let's go to the next tweet. This is from Jago Capital. Let's pull this up. Whoops. Typo. All right, here we go. Jago Capital. Put this on your screen. And and Jago's he's he has since updated. Um it's a lot of conspiracy theories swirling around this FTX thing. This is like I said, this is the most important story of the day. Of the maybe the year. Um Hold on. Let me pull this up. I got to go to his media and I'm going to put this on your screen. World Economic Forum is involved in this. Mm. All right, here we go. He's circling people's faces and whatnot. Oh, my God. Here we go. I still haven't gotten a chance to go through all of this. This this new stuff here I'm going over with you um, live right now. CEO of Goldman Sachs, David Solomon, met with SBF. That's Sam to help FTX official uh, get regulatory approval. 
And here's a photo of Almeida CEO, Caroline Capital's dad, Glenn Ellison, with Gregory Palm, former top Goldman Sachs lawyer, one of the wealthiest uh, corporate lawyers in the U.S. As they see here, it says a future FTX and Goldman Sachs. David Solomon, Goldman Sachs, has met with Sam Bakeman Fried, freed of FTX cryptocurrency exchange. Two major strands evolved out of discussion, one where Goldman would help FTX get regulatory approvals. And here they are, you know, circling these people's faces so you know who they are. Uh, OK, let's go to the next piece of evidence because this thing is murky. You want to talk about swampy? OK, so the next one is. Um, Glenn Ellison. OK, let's pull up the Glenn Ellison one and make sure you tell your friends far and wide about this stuff, because like I said, this is the most important story of the year. All right, let's find Glenn Ellison's face and I'll put that up on the screen. Here we go. Right here. Boom. It says, did you know Almeida CEO, uh, Carolyn Capital's dad, Glenn Ellison, is a department head of economics at MIT. Now, if you guys have been following Men of Order, I did a, um, an article, thanks to Cyprian, on um, Bitcoin, CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currency, and how that stuff, the CBDC, was developed at MIT. Just putting that out there as we read through. It says, and prior to getting appointed to the SEC, Gary Gensler was a professor for the practice of global economics at, and, uh, and management at MIT. So essentially, Gary is shaking hands with Glenn. So Glenn Ellison, Gary Gensler, um, all in the same pot. All in the same pot. If you guys know, Gary Gensler is the homie over at the SEC. And then we have one more here. Let's put this up on your screen. Hold on one second. And then the rest I have saved in my um, in my bookmarks. So this is from Nanny or Nani XBT. Let's pull this up. Okay. This is a too long, didn't read version. And it says SBF backer Gary Wang and advisor at Sequoia can't be found. No one has info on him. <laughs> Shit's get deep, bro. Dan Friedberg, head of legal regulations, legal and regulations was involved in a major poker cheating scandal. Oh, my God. So uh, let me give you some background because some of you might be wondering what the hell is going on. Okay, so basically what happened was this. Some of you, if you've been paying attention, um, crypto crashed this week. It's a major decline in prices. And um, press secretary actually, um, the press secretary actually made a, a comment on this. I'll play that in, in a second. Uh, our wonderful Haitian press secretary. But basically what happened was FTX uh, was mismanaging monies. And we'll we'll pull up some evidence to cover that in just a moment. But they're mismanaging money. Companies basically falling out. People losing money. People were freaking out. It's the second largest crypto exchange behind Binance. Uh, and as a result, um, Bitcoin was like sub 17,000 a day, I believe. Definitely. It's still it's sub 18,000 at the moment, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so let me put this up on your screen next. Let's look at this. It says here 11 days ago. 
Uh, we, host, we hosted a debate on crypto values with a billionaire who was secretly gambling away billions of dollars of depositor funds. He was lecturing us on crypto regulation while committing the biggest fraud in crypto history. How is this real life? And this is a screenshot here of them on a the thing. Now, here's what I'm going to read um, from somebody here. Autism Capital It says a highly credible source, very close to Sam FTX situation on what was going on internally. And this is wild. And I'm going to read this entire thing it says I am uh, close to a source of FTX situation. Sam ruined the lives of many of his current and former employees. Everyone at FTX is shocked and disappointed. And please go on, on your own. Please go and do your own research on this stuff. I'm not saying anything that I'm saying here is 100 percent factual. I'm just showing sharing with you um, some evidence that people have brought forth, whether true or not. I'll leave it up to you. Everyone at FTX is shocked and disappointed. They were all fighting for Sam until they found out what happened on Twitter. Sam's inner circle are the only people who knew what was going on. Now, pay attention to this. Many employees had their life savings on FTX. Sam promoted FTX as a trusted bank internally and externally. Bonuses to the FTX employees usually consisted of FTX.com stock and FTT. FTT is their coin. Most of the uh, employees kept their funds on the platform. They either direct deposited their salary or transferred it onto FTX.com the moment they received it. Employees actively worked on products that made it easier to automatically send money to FTX. This was promoted both internally and externally. In October 2021, FTX bought out Binance's shares because Binance was one of the first uh, uh, investors, uh, which was promoted as a big one internally by Sam and others. Sam and Ramnick gave employees the opportunity to invest in FTX.com for the first time at a 50% discount. The limit to this was 250K, which uh, could be matched with up to a 250K investment from FTX US at market rate. This would bring the total to 500K. They were heavily marked. They heavily marketed this deal to all employees. It, it seems like something that employees would do, right? You tell you I'm going to match it. You just like, you know, it sounds like a 401K. Like you match and it's like kind of just makes sense. It's free money, right? Most of this is an amazing opportunity. Everyone from top leadership down to customer support. Shares had to be earned at FTX and no employees received equity when they were hired. Employees were given two weeks to send money to FTX before Thanksgiving and FTX was relentless on following up about it. Sam and others marketed this opportunity to make 100% on your money overnight and five, four to five exit over a few years. The majority of people invested more than they should. Everyone believed in Sam. Many have now lost their entire life savings because they saw Sam and FTX as a safe bet and they believed in him. Employees now fear that money has been has all been sent to Almeida. On June 6, 2022, Sam claimed he was hiring more people while others cut jobs on Twitter. He went on CNBC to talk about this. Sam cut 20 plus people the next day. Employees found out they were being fired when they couldn't speak in the Slack chat anymore. Mm. Uh, they were removed individually one by one. Sam did not fire em uh, employees directly. He only posted a message in the internal slack hours after the firing and more or less blamed the employees for not being culture fits. I was once fired for not being a culture fit. Uh, not a culture fit was a very common phrase said. Uh, employees that disagree with Sam on things were very quickly removed. Finally, uh, one last thing that is not widely known is the power dynamics of FTX. Nishad's longtime girlfriend, Claire, was hired in January after living with Sam for months in a shared apartment in Albany. She was immediately promoted to an executive head of HR. She had the power to fire anyone she deemed uh, to be not a culture fit and who disagreed with Sam. Claire ran a show day to day alongside Constance. Sam's inner circle consisted of himself, Constance, Nishad, 
Claire and Gary, uh, a few of our ex-Almeda traders that joined the FTX Venture team also knew what was going on. That was it. Okay, so now let's go to the press secretary. And I'll play this 31 seconds. Hang on. Hang on one second, Ken. Uh, Kenny, you won't be able to hear this, but I'm going to play this real fast. Without proper oversight, uh, cryptocurrencies, they uh, it risks harming everyday Americans. So this is something that uh, clearly we monitor and, and uh, that we see as an important uh, important issue. But the most re recent <clears throat> new news further underscores uh, these concerns and highlights why uh, prudent regulation of cryptocurrencies is indeed needed. Uh, the White House, along with the relevant agencies, will, again, closely monitor uh, the situation as it con as it develops. Okay. With all that being said, all the evidence I just put out there, let me show you the play that people are speculating on. A cryptocurrency exchange booms to the second largest cryptocurrency exchange in the world happens to be connected to the Democrats happens to be second largest donor to the Biden ad, uh, to the Biden campaign. Fast forward. Funds were mismanaged. Funds now mismanaged. Causes mass hysteria, calamity, destruction, uh, 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 almost crypto Armageddon. Let's call this crypto Armageddon that we've seen in the past few weeks. People that's not in crypto, you wouldn't have known about people in crypto. This is the explanation. Crypto Armageddon breaks out. So what happens now? Now the government has to step in and say, okay, it's time to regulate this, these things. Now, if you've been following men of order, I've covered this about Biden. He actually, um, uh, let me go ahead and pull this up on your screen. Uh, like I said, this is the most important thing we're going to talk about tonight. So I want you guys to get all this information. Uh, but Biden did issue uh, a memorandum, uh, which uh, I called the Biden coin jokingly or Fed coin. And you can see it right here. Um, some of the conspiracy theory red flags, one world digital currency, a mechanism for universal basic income, inflation of the police state, Fourth Amendment violations. And uh, of course, they're going to shoehorn climate change into this situation. But um, the uh, the um, here it is. It's Fed now is is um, one of the institutions that they're going to create, uh, which is uh, instantaneous 24 seven interbanking clearing system that will further advance nationwide infrastructure for instant payments alongside the clearinghouse's real time payments. Um, and they mentioned some digital assets could help facilitate faster pay payments. So this is leading to the CBDC. Now, you guys have to understand CBDC. And if you go to menofwater.com, you can understand that CBDC is going to be a digital form of the dollar. And essentially, they're, they're, like inflation, so to speak, uh, won't even be a thing anymore because we won't even be able to account for how many dollars are in existence because, well, nobody will know because of CBDC. If you say something wrong on Twitter, they can just erase your wallet. If you are in the CBDC thing, this is probably the most important thing you need to be paying attention to in America right now is this CBDC topic and yeah, how Fed, hmm? Fed now is going to replace what uh, ACH, right? 
how, you know. Well, what they're saying is going to work alongside ACH, but it's probably going to replace ACH. Exactly. You know, it's 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 probably going to be um, they'll need to bridge at some point and then ACH will probably be phased out after everybody moves to. And Alex Jones has warned about this, the one world digital currency, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, what some people are speculating is either Sam set this up or him and his team set this up or he was set up to fail. Um, the way it looks, it looks like Sam knew what was going on. He was doing some shady stuff. I don't know. But people are also saying that this is a digital false flag operation. Basically, that's what it sounds like, right? Like we prop this company up to make cryptocurrency look bad. So the government has to step in and regulate cryptocurrency. The biggest fear of crypto, um, uh, uh, from, from the very beginning. Never let a good crisis go to waste. Look what they're doing. They create, they create this, they create the problem, they create the solution to the problem they created. Right? Man, exactly. So they create the crypto problem. Oh no, this can't go down like this. This is why we need to regulate crypto. This is why it's got to be regulated. Mm -hmm. The that can regulate it is us. And the way we're going to regulate it is all these other cryptocurrencies got to go by the wayside. This is the end all be all right here. Get with it or go home. Y'all gonna be down in the fucking sewers like demolition man eating rats. Facts. So that's the FTX situation. Um, and you know what's sad is we've lost how many? How many? We've lost about twenty people in this stream going through this. And what pe you know, pe I know people come to this show for the entertainment and some of the low brain content, but it's just sad that people would log out during that segment. When that is the most important thing we need to be paying attention to. You think some of the stuff that's coming from the government to take away your rights is bad now? Freedom of speech? No, if the money ain't free, the people ain't free. This is worse than the Federal Reserve. This is the Federal Reserve behemoth. This makes the Federal Reserve look like a dwarf. Like, look what's happening in China right now. People don't pay attention to that shit. China has this. They had this for like, a decade almost. Then, like, I think they're like ninety-eight percent digital currency. Period. Mm -hmm. You can't do shit without social credit. Right. You want to buy a house in China and you fucked around and talked about Xi Jinping wrong? Guess what? You ain't getting that goddamn house. They might even turn your wallet off. The homeless got there without payway, whatever the fuck they got over there in China. That's when their little cardboards when they when they standing outside asking for money. They got a payway account or whatever it's called over there in China. They have, they, they have no cash. It's cashless, damn near. All digital currency. And the reason they have that is because they can control you. Like I said, through fear, but through debt. Exactly. Exactly. Through fear, exactly. through debt. So if they, if, guess what? You ain't going to talk shit about the government if they're going to shut your money off. That's why they was talking about they want housing for all and healthcare for all and all that other shit. You know what I mean? So when it gets to that point and you start talking out against some people you ain't supposed to talk out against. You start doing your Kyrie, your Kanye shit. They're going to hit that off switch. And you eating spam. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what they want. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to get there. And I said it before. I think Donnie T knocked them off track for those four years. And now they're working at a breakneck pace to catch up. And wait till you see the stuff I got on the Donnie T and DeSantis debacle. I got some info, man. Whistleblower type shit coming in. But, you know, what did Lennon say? Uh, Lenin said 90% of communizing, a, of communizing a nation 
is centralization of credit within the hands of a state. And we saw that with the Federal Reserve. Now, like I said, this makes the Federal Reserve look like they ain't trying. Cryptocurrency is decentralization. CBDC is centralization. And when they talk about social credit scores, is social credit score is going to be connected to this new crypto dollar. And that's where our future is headed. So when you guys write to your senators, House of Representatives, et cetera, et cetera, um, these are the questions you need to be asking. I know we're talking about abortion and, you know, all these other rights, but this needs to be the number one thing you push into the sphere. The issue I believe is people don't have the financial education. If you need the financial education on central banking, I wrote a book on it. It's called the Patriot Report, Unmasking the Conspiracy of Money and War. Get a copy of that, read it. It's very educational. Um, but I think the, the, the thing is that they're betting on people's ignorance. They're betting on the fact that people won't read. They're betting on the fact, which is a true fact, that most people are not financially savvy. They don't understand financial jargon. And they're not privy to this stuff. So while everybody is looking left at elections and all these different um, platform speaking points, nobody's paying attention to the elephant in the room. Yeah. So, yeah, so. it's going to be it's going to be uh, Experian, Equifax, CBDC. Word. <laughs> what happened? Word. Um, all right, let's get a super chat and we'll get to the next topic. Uh, shout out Chad. He said, pay your tuition and help pay some homeschooling tuition for kids by supporting Hotep Nation, Hotep and Bill. Yeah, HotepNation.com. Um, we got some new people submitting form, submitting requests for, for help in homeschooling. So we're helping the homeschooling community. So that's where the funds are going to. Uh, Inside Age is massively, massively grateful for Cannon having me on his pod. Dope. Salute. Salute. Inside of the Ages. Appreciate you coming on. He's very, very knowledgeable. Yeah. Uh, Mike Sinatra, he said, Coach EO got the best setup. Yo, Coach EO setup is sick too. Coach EO, uh, who's the other one? Donovan Sharp has a real nice setup. Coach EO's setup is clean. It's real crisp. I like his setup too. Um, at some point, I'm going to try to compete with y'all on that, man. Um, but yeah, he's got a real nice setup. Mike Sinatra, shout out to Coach EO, by the way. I um, classified him as top three masculinity accounts that need that need to be followed. I got Sterling Cooper, Minister Jap, and um, Coach EO, top three YouTube uh, accounts you need to be following in the masculinity space. Um, Mike Sinatra said, hey, Cannon, have you ever listened to Minister Jap? And Hotep Jesus, when will you have him back on? Yo, um, can you ever listen to Minister Jap? Yeah, after I saw him on your show, I started listening to some of his stuff, yeah. Yo, he is hilarious oh my god i was i was tuned in um i'm a mod on his channel he's a good friend of the show uh he shows lots of love and i i support him but uh you talk about uncensored youtube he is uncensored youtube that man goes off and his branding game is amazing i really i really love what he's got going on over there uh westmore said cannon I'm going to have a buyback, a gun buyback program. <laughs> yeah, when bots, when bots start, when bots start uh, uh, giving super chats, <laughs> we need more of those. <laughs> yeah, no, right? <laughs> I dare y'all send some more in. <laughs> um, all right, let's get back to the to the topics. Sean Penn gave Zelensky an Oscar. Jeez, <laughs> I thought I thought that was suitable considering that uh, Zelensky's an actor and all. <laughs> Really, nigga? <laughs> like, first off, how's celebrities getting over behind in the fucking war zone? Like, I don't understand that. Like, there's no way Zelensky's in the Ukraine. 
there's no way possible he's in Ukraine right now. Who do you call? Like, who do you call to say, hey, I want to visit Zelensky? And then you get to Ukraine. Like, what? And you get an escort in? Like, and, and why are they letting celebrities in? Well, I know why they're letting celebrities in, but that's just wild to me. So you don't think Zelensky's there? He's probably There's in no Hollywood somewhere. Way. Yeah, he, his ass in California somewhere, you know, or fucking Romania, somewhere that he ain't in, he not, he not, he not in his own country. It ain't no way possible. There's no way. You got celebrities and shit going, giving him an Oscar. Like, really? Fucking Sean Penn deserved to get hit with a fucking straight scud missile. We got to nominate Sean Penn for a grifty for that one. Yeah, because ain't the first time you try, he trying to stay relevant. Like, this shit is crazy. I don't get it. Like, first off, we just sent so much money over there that we could buy Ukraine. <laughs> True. He still asks for money, and you got all these people. Like, I guess they think it's a humanitarian effort to go over there and give him gifts and shit like that. Like, I don't understand this. Like, I'm sorry. This whole thing is just now. I even think that I even think Russia in on it now. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Damn. Shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on, yo. Like, they didn't take this shit yet. <laughs> First, I'm thinking, like, you know what? He he want to have his little lives lost as possible doing this. It's like he don't want to go in there and scorch Earth completely. <laughs> man, we going on, like, what? We going on, like, nine months almost? Ten months of this shit? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. And he they still ain't took no. No, nah, this shit is a distraction from some other shit that's about to go down. Mukhtar said, uh, you got called Charlie Indigo Alpha to get behind them lines. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Indigo Sean Penn might be part of that. Well, they're known for using uh, those type of people as assets. Mm, yep. Mm. Well, more developing on that story. I know Biden said he's sending some more money. Of course he is. How much is he sending me see? Biden, Ukraine. I think he announced today that they're sending more aid over there. Um, and everybody, ain't nobody talking about the, the boots we got on the ground over there. Oh, yeah, they did send boots. Talking about they, we going over there to audit the weapons we sent them. Mm-hmm. We, ain't, we, ain't audit, we ain't audit Iran. Right. When they were supposed to got rid of all their nuclear assets. Did you see the black dude that went over there? The one that got his ass whooped by all of them. <laughs> he told you that I got the scar right here and I got a black eye over here. Yeah. This dumbass. Like, I mean, he must be getting a bag for being over there, but like, still, like, why? Where is that? I thought, I was like, he must, at first, I thought he was like some British shine. He's from America. Yeah. He went over there, brought his ass over there, and he said that. <laughs> Y'all niggas fighting um, back. <laughs> the Ukrainians are whooping his ass. Oh my He's gosh. getting abused. It says he abused by the sergeant and his fellow soldiers. I mean, but he ain't believe the other black people that was over there just trying to get the fuck out. <laughs> or the people talking about it's, you know, them Nazis over there. Yeah. Mm. Look at this dumbass. Look, look. <laughs> he probably ain't served in no part of no military. He decided to go over that bitch. <laughs> That's wild. I hope he gripped and I hope that's not real because that's just sad. Like, I thought he was Nigerian as peasy as his head was. I was like, this is <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, come God. on. Yo. But the thing, it's just dumb. But I'm telling you, watch what's going to happen. They over there talking about the auditing for the weapons and then watch something mysteriously takes them niggas out and then mm. we all got to get some get back. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So another forever war. They said Biden to send another package of security assistance to Ukraine. I don't know what a package of security assistance means. Some Hold on, let me, operators. Let me let me play this clip from the White House. Hold on, I'm gonna pull this up on the screen. You're not gonna be over here, but I'm gonna play this for the audience. Let's see what they're saying. Uh, before I get into the president's travel across North Africa and Asia, I want to provide a brief update on our efforts to ensure Ukraine has what it needs to defend itself. Today, the United States will be announcing another package of security assistance for Ukraine, including important air defense contributions like missiles for Hawk air defense systems, as well as four U.S. Avenger air defense systems uh, that come equipped with Stinger missiles. This equipment will complement other air defense contributions announced by our allies and partners in the context of the U Ukraine Defense Contact Group that Secretary Austin chairs. Uh, before I get more weapons, <laughs> military industrial complex, getting more rich. Mm -hmm. And people ain't listening to Eisenhower. He said that shit on his way out, so he ain't getting murdered. Mm -hmm. Said beware of the military industrial complex. He said that shit uh, had the potential to, to become a fucking monster. Mm, mm. Oh, here we go. Mm, mm, mm. Um, SNL staff writers boycott Dave Chappelle over his hosting gig. Did you see that? No, I didn't even know that. Like, why? How many times he done been the host on SNL? Why is it a problem all over uh, again? Oh, now I I'm guessing it's because of his comments about the tea people. <laughs> of course. So let's see. Oh. Of course, they, they're giving him the fucking uh, Tracy Morgan treatment right now. Staff writer for Saturday Night Live boycotting this weekend's taping and protested a program naming uh, Dave Chappelle's guest host. We're told that uh, some staff writers are f so furious that the uh, comedy superstar who made his T-phobic and homophobic jokes has been chosen to helm the iconic show that they're sitting out the episode, reports New York Post. They're not going to do the show, the report adds, but none of the actors are boycotting. SNL hasn't been noteworthy. Okay. So, um, yeah, you know, here's, here's, here's my, here's my take on this whole situation. Um, writers, mm. it's a bunch of different joke writers and, you know, Hollywood TV, etc. So th this could backfire on these guys, right? It's like, okay, you won't write the jokes for our staff this week. We'll get somebody else in there. And you know what happens when a player doesn't want to play in the NBA or NFL and, you know, that next guy steps up and he kills it and drops 40, he take your starting spot. Yeah, you know how many motherfuckers down at the fucking comedy store right now waiting for you niggas to do this dumb shit so they can get a job? Come on. You gonna boycott Dave Chappelle because of some shit that he said. That trans people, a lot of trans people ain't have a fucking problem with. They laugh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And if you got an issue with what he said, clearly you didn't even watch the fucking specials. His last special was to clear up the shit about the special before that. Right. And y'all still got an issue. Bro. You're dumb. Bro. You're dumb and you're entitled, and I hope you lose your jobs. How are you in comedy and boycotting the arguably one of the greatest comedians of all time? <laughs> they has something to argue about. This 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 is the this is the leftist um them trying to control culture right control what's deemed by culture, but uh you know this this whole thing about you know minority groups and 
you know, shoehorning T people into our society. You know, they did it with the pronouns and, you know, you got to have your pronouns in your bio, da da da, da and in your, in your LinkedIn account and on your signature and your email and all this nutball shit. They try to shoehorn the T people into our lives and force us to accept them. And um, I don't got no problem with them. Like, you know, whatever you want to do. Uh, the only problem I have is when they start doing that stuff with kids, right? You know, they got right. the hormone therapy treatment, genital mutilation, um, the brainwashing of children, um, the fact that they're saying they don't need their parents' permission to make certain decisions, uh, the teaching of sex ed without parents' permission to uh, minor groups, et cetera, et cetera. That's where I draw the line. And it seems like that line has been blurred between adult and child. And we've seen, you know, the, the drag people over the past few weeks, story keeps coming up caught with child pornography on the computer, you know, child exploitation. We're seeing them pop up. They got uh previous um, uh, arrest records, uh, convictions, felonies, et cetera, et cetera. And it seems like every time they do one of these things, they're, they're popping up. I had Alex Stein. You saw Alex Stein last yeah. week. He was talking about the place where they were doing the, the, the Beto rally mm-hmm. when they had the, the, the story time with the kids. They, you know, they, they covered the windows. So it's like, yeah. so what are you doing that you can't allow the public to see? It's definitely got to be illegal, especially in the state of Texas. You know, I'm the one, sure. the one, the one drag queen who dick fell out while she was reading the book to the boy or to the kids. Yeah. Like that shit is unacceptable. Yeah, I don't care what you do with your life. You do whatever you want to do. But Martin said, if you, if you, if your name Tank and you want to you want to change your name to Tina and wear little tankies, that's up to you. Right. So, but stop dragging kids into it. And we see Disney doing it too, right? Disney incentivizing it, saying that fifty percent of that cast and characters are going to be LGBTQ whatever. We see it in the movie. We've seen it in the movie Hocus Pocus, the new one that just came out. Really, trans characters in that. Yeah. Well, we well Dwayne Wade's uh uh his 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 child's mother, uh Zaya oh. Zaya's mother said that uh there was some discussion about Zaya um getting a contract with Disney. Yeah. Yep, they were talking about basically they were encouraging it just so she could get a job to 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 put 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 that poor kid in um in Hollywood. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's crazy. And and the fact that D Wade was even on board with that, mm-hmm. he'd have that kid taken from him. Mm. That's just it's just child it's grooming. Yeah, I don't know what else to you call that. Yeah, that's what it seems like to me. I don't know how people could sidestep that that matter. Um. All right, let's go to uh, next super chat. Brian redacted. He said. Uh, if we take Unk to court over eight dollars, I need HJ to prove he ain't pay fifteen k. I don't even know how to prove that. How do you even? How do you even prove that? I don't know. I don't know. That might be a. That That's... might. That might be the smoking gun guys. H, HJ might have. I don't know. He might have took all that Rogan and Tim Pool money, news <laughs> money, and got that. Got that. He did on Fox News and then get uh get that blue check, y'all. I don't know. <laughs> a deal might have been done. Yo, 15k for a little thing next to your profile? That's crazy. Like how pressed do you gotta be? Dog. To pay fifteen thousand. I I could think of so much more shit I could do with fifteen thousand dollars. 
I mean, if I was like a 10 millionaire, I might have paid it, right? But like, I'm not even a millionaire, right? So, and if I, if I was a millionaire, I don't think I would have paid it, you know? I think it would have been more like part of a package deal. Like, if you're a millionaire, you could just hire a PR company. And yeah. The PR company, you make those connections because they have those connections to Twitter and they'll get you verified, right? So, if I was a millionaire, I'd probably hire a PR company just to have a PR company, you know, to help me get on, you know, TV, whatever, whatever, whatever it is that they do, right? Mm-hmm magazines, uh, speaking engagements, et cetera, et cetera. I'd probably hire a PR company and they're very expensive The PR companies. I mean, those retainers are like five figures or better monthly. And that's just to do the bare minimum work, but to, um, to pay 15 K with the type of money I make. Nah, <laughs> nah, I would definitely take 15 K and put it into, um, into Bitcoin or something like that or some sort of stock market. I got kids. I can't yeah. afford to put, I'd put 15 K into my kids before I put 15 K into some little, you know, yeah, I, need check. New, I need a new kitchen. God damn it. I'm <laughs> to my kitchen. I'm, I'm, not about to, I'm not about to go pay for a fucking blue check mark. That ain't really give me no dividends out. Yeah. Man, this shit is crazy. 2012, I was this close to having the blue check when I was working at the startup that was partnered with 50 because I was um, such a public-facing personality with that company. They thought it made sense that at me as a brand ambassador, they were going to get me verified, but for some reason, Twitter said no. (laughs) And maybe they dug through my old tweets and was like, yeah, no, we're not going to verify them. Because, you know, my old tweets, I was calling out shit like, Nike slave, um, you know, oh. uh, behind the swoosh and their slave labor and, you know, the sweatshops, all of that, you know, well, my Alex Jones links, you know, I was posting Infowars stuff, you know, way before I got that job. So who knows, you know, why my flat, why my account got flagged and said I couldn't uh, get verified, but I was close back in the day and then I kind of just gave up on it. And, and then um, I tried again after Rogan and I thought that would help. Instagram, pretty much. I tried on Instagram because I was hanging out with Fresh from Fresh and Fit when he was down in Miami. He's like, Hotel, why don't you, you know, try and get verified on Instagram? And I was like, man, I don't really care about that shit. He's like, nah, you got to do it. Like, 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 it's important for building a brand. And I'm very big on, like, taking people's advice, like, when they make sense. So I was like, all right, you know, I'll apply. So I applied. And then, like, I think after a few weeks, I got denied. And, uh... Also, this is my second account on Instagram. My first one got zapped for exposing the whole T kids thing. Um, and then um, I tried um, earlier this year, I think. And um, they my shit got kicked back in like an hour. They sent me a message. Nope. <laughs> Don't even try it, bro. Don't even try it. <laughs> I thought it was because of what you did uh, with, with uh, what's it called? Um, TPUSA. Oh, that could have been it, too. <laughs> <laughs> that could that yeah they probably saw that was like nope. Oh, <laughs> um, I remember I was watching that shit on. Um, I forgot who was somebody was. Um, I guess doc it might have been, it wasn't Lucas. Somebody was documenting when y'all went when y'all was uh, at the little whatever summit y'all was having. Yeah, and I seen you and I said, "How that nigga get a TV?" <laughs> y'all, they slipped up. I, I, <laughs> who was it that snuck me in there? I forget oh, what it somebody somebody connected me to Brandon Tatum. And um and Brandon Tatum gave me the invite and that's how I got to the first summit. They flew us all out. It was me, Terrence Williams, 
Amazing Lucas, the Hayes brothers. Um, uh, 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 who's the brother down in Texas radio, the other black conservative ABL, um, Candace Owens. Uh, uh, oh, who's the other kid the, uh, with the big truck? He got over a million followers on Instagram now. I forget his name, but we was all out there and uh, we had a good time. We ate good. Charlie Kirk was there. I remember we had breakfast with Charlie Kirk and it was basically like uh, a meeting of minds to um, promote getting black youth into TPUSA. Cause I think that's when they had, remember they had all those black youth in the white house with Trump. Yeah. Yeah. So they were like basically telling us, Hey, we need you guys to go out and recruit da 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 da. And it was funny because when I left, I think it was that Sunday I was in the airport and I called the team all, you know, Doe and everybody. I called the meeting. I was like, yo, um, I need y'all to sign up for this program because I'm going to get kicked out. <laughs> You're like, what you mean? Go kicked out. I'm like, I just know I'm going to get kicked out. Like, I didn't know why, when or how. I just knew I wasn't going to slip through the cracks. Right. <laughs> and sure enough, I I didn't. But I had got Carl and Doe in and they was in the White House wilding out. That's when the whole story came out about people were smoking weed in the White House. That oh, yeah. <laughs> then Candace Owens sent me a text message and she was like, how, how, how dare you, you know, um, I forget what she said exactly, but she said, I defended you, you know, and all this other stuff, whatever, whatever. And I was just looking at my phone like, how do I respond to it? It wasn't like I sent Doe and Carl into the White House to disrupt. Like I sent them there just so we had somebody, you know, there. Representation. Some representation, some hotel representation, right? Like, and that's what y'all told me to do. You told me get people signed up. So I was doing what you asked me to do. I didn't know they was going to start popping edibles in the White House and recording it. I didn't know that. Like, it wasn't like I was, because people think I'm some like hotel cultish mastermind, (laughs) right? Who plans on these things. And it's, it's not like I was like, hey, guys, this is what you're going to do. You're going to go in there and you're going to ruin their event. Like, that's not what happened. But, you know, Candace made it seem like I was this mastermind cult leader who told him to go in and do that. And I'm like, nah, they're just fucking weed heads. And that's what they felt like doing. Like, there's just niggas being and niggas. They got to pass Secret Service. Like, what the fuck you want? <laughs> right. <laughs> go yell at them niggas. Yeah. That so, is funny. But yeah, I remember I seen that. I was like, I was like how the What? Like, damn. Yeah. But yeah, that's just crazy. But um, I forgot what the fuck we was talking about. What were we talking about? Um, ver- Getting verified, paying 15K. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. I'm sorry. I want to know. I want a list of who did the shit. A lot of people did. I just want to know. I, I just want to know. I had a dude tell me it was like 3K to get verified on Instagram. And I was just like, nah, like. And I get messages all the time. Hey, you know, pay us and we'll do it. Most of the time I just look at it like a scam. But um, yeah, I don't think I would pay to get uh, verified. It's, I just feel like, you know, I'll raise my profile and eventually Instagram will think I'm important enough to get verified or some a- I'll be connected to some agency and they'll get me verified or whatever. But like, it's not that serious. 15K people. Let me tell you right now. Hotep Jesus is not paying 15K and never pay 15K. Um, to get verified. And if you are a VIP patreon.com slash hotel has been told you subscriber and you are at last weekend's hotel meetup on zoom, 
you knew how I got verified because I told everybody how I got verified. And I'm not going to disclose publicly here for all the freebie watchers, but I said it in our meeting how I got verified. And um, we talked about that for like 15 minutes in the, in the power. Um, anyway, um, Brandon Scott, he said, Cannon knows uh, not to bring those guns in the city. <laughs> yeah, more bots. <laughs> Brandon Scott. Like, yeah, the mayor of Baltimore watching hotels being told. It might be. <laughs> Shout out to the mayor of Baltimore. <laughs> Appreciate you. Uh, Jabari Judah, problem plus reaction equals solution. Government back crypto. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jabari said, uh, HJ, this is just a 21st century version of the silver fiasco from the 1800s. Same playbook, same result, but with more control. Bingo. Bingo. That's I covered it in the Patriot Report. If you saw the Patriot Report, you see this whole FTX uh, fiasco. Uh, in, 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 in 4k, um, opinionated junkie said simulation authoritarian to authentic authoritarian. Indeed. Uh, the Martian, I was on Ukraine side at first, but 20 billion to another country when we have poverty over here, it's crazy. I'm done. Yeah. I think that money could have been well spent over here. Um, all right, let's get to the next thing. Kyrie was given six buck breaking tasks to return to the team. And then um, prior to this, we had Chuck, Charles Barkley, um, Shaquille O'Neal, Shannon Sharp, and some others who participated in the public lynching of Kyrie Irving. What did you think? What was your reaction when you first saw the Negro participation in the public lynching of Kyrie? Man, look. I think I was on Unk, uh, I think I was on Unk show Sunday when I went off on this shit, mm -hmm. bro. I told Unk, I said I said these niggas ran to the big house, got massa out the bed, and said these niggas ain't acting right. We need fifty more lashings, massa, and we got we gonna hold his arms for you. That's the fuck they did, right? Like that's exactly what they did. They fucking they they just threw him all the way under the bus and then help help. And then fucking hit reverse and backed up over him and did it again. Yes. Like you talking about Charles Barkley is the the same man who got pulled over trying to kind of trying to follow a prostitute. And when the police officer asked him, uh 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 what was he doing? He said that she had the best head he ever had in his life or some shit like that. <laughs> That's that same man that's now telling telling Kyrie Irving he can't speak his mind. <laughs> Shannon Shark. Fucking thick tongued ass Shannon Sharp up there just throwing him under the bus. You know, if I, if it was me and did it, I'm like, come on, y'all, really though? That what y'all really gonna do? Y'all really gonna take that check? Cause you know y'all got an extra bump and y'all pay for talking shit about Kyrie. Mm -hmm. You know you did. LeBron wasn't about to fuck up his uh his billion dollar Nike deal. Mm -hmm. He went. He probably willingly went out that bitch. Like I said, you take the shackles off LeBron feet, he put them bitches right back on. <laughs> <laughs> like that shit is ridiculous to me that y'all sit there y'all couldn't just be like you know to each his own you know that's his truth or whatever ain't yeah. that what the fucking left say all the time speak your truth yeah that's my truth so why can't that be Kyrie's truth and y'all just all right I don't agree with what he said but you know every he got his he got the right to say y'all can't say that mm-hmm Jay, Jay Will had a good take though 
Jason Williams, he he came out in defense of Kyrie. Did he? Yeah, he came out on on his show, and then he he even used the term "buck breaking" on his IG. Mm. Or, or I saw somebody post it to IG. I'm not. I think he posted it to IG. I'm not sure, but Jason Williams, a former uh, Duke basketball player, uh, yeah, he too was uh, in defense of Kyrie. And then we saw. Let's pull up the LeBron's tweet here. Because LeBron started rolling it back a little bit. What's his at? King James? Everybody started rolling that shit back, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, Shannon Sharp rolled his, started rolling his back. Mm-hmm. Because somebody said, all right, y'all, 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 y'all hit him a little too hard. <laughs> <laughs> y'all broke the skin on this one. <laughs> so right here, LeBron says, yeah, let me put this on the screens for y'all. It says here, um, I told you guys that I don't believe in sharing hurtful information. And a lot of people attack, uh, you know, criticize LeBron for that saying, you know, what hurtful information? What are you talking about? Da, da, da. Um, anyway, it says, and I'll continue to be that way, but Kyrie apologized and he should be able to play. That's what I think. It's that simple. Uh, help him learn, but he should be playing. Uh, what he's asked to do to get back on the floor, I think is excessive in my opinion. He's not the person that's being portrayed of him. Anyways, back to my rehab session. Now, here's what I think. I think that Farrakhan heat got to him. I think the streets got to him. Because if you if you was reading the room, you know, the streets was like, damn, LeBron, like, this is how we moving. You done broke the black code. That's why they get Farrakhan off the off the social media. That's why they get Farrakhan off. He got the he got the voice. He got the voice and, and he's got, he's got a connection to black celebrities, mm-hmm. black celebrities. He's a OG to black celebrities. He's a mentor to black celebrities. He's somebody we consult with, you know, the black boule consults with Farrakhan, you know, yeah. um, if shit were to pop off, a lot of cats going to run to Farrakhan and, and seek refuge within the nation of Islam. Um, all right, let me play this clip. It's 45 seconds. Um, I'm going to play it right now. Hold on one second. Three, two, one. You decided to put fear into men like Charles Bogley and LeBron James and other black men who have become rich and powerful. You wanted to say you were saying to them as you were lynching Kyrie, you all better get the point. You all better get the message. They don't want you rising up into that knowledge that will make you a real man and not a glorified punk. Mm. Called them glorified punks. Mm hmm. Mm mm mm. This is wild. Did you watch the whole Farrakhan thing? Yeah, I did. I watched it. Where is it? Huh? Where is it? Oh, no, I watched the, the clip that you put up. I didn't know it oh. was a whole thing. Like, how long was it? I yeah. Yeah, hold on. I just saw um, that part. That part hit hard. I got one of my um my Moorish homies from Newark sent me the link earlier, and I had not had a chance to watch it. I might make that like my um my nightly watch tonight. I might just pull that up on the screen and um 
and give that uh, a watch. Looks like Brother Ben X shared this on his Instagram. Um, but I want to find out where exactly this is and I'll give it. Oh, OK. Um, looks like it's on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Farrakhan, that 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 45 seconds, he went hard. Like, that's all you needed to hear for the most part for, for them. Right. You know what I mean? He's everything he said was right. Yep. And who, he, you know, Farrakhan, he got respect in the, he got respect around here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay, so here it is. Okay. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, yay, and Kyrie Irvin. And this looks like a 50 minute speech. Damn. Yeah, I'm watching that tonight. That's going to be, that's going to be my watch tonight. I'm going to have to pull that up. After I, I'm going to do some more uh, office work. I had a lot of office work today. I'm going to do some more office work tonight. Oh, my. That, we might, we, that might be what we, we might review that on uh, after the show tonight. All right. Hold on. Let me, um, let me get you this link. Brother Ye. Hold on. I'm going to send it to you right now. Hold on. Where are you? There you are. All right. Here you go. And, and, and ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're joining Canon Hotep directly after this. So be ready to join the stream and subscribe at uh Cannon Hotep on YouTube. His link is also on my channel. You'll see it under, under partners. Um, Jabari said, uh, got to think about Ukraine like kids. Yellow and blue mixed together makes green. Oh, Jabari, stay with the fire ticks. I want to get Jabari on my channel one day. We got to get Jabari on here. He's fun. He fun. He's been on a channel a couple times with me. Yeah. Yeah. I seen him on your channel. Absolutely. I was going to bring him on Thursday nights, but I know Thursday is probably a busy night down at the restaurant and I didn't want to pull him away from work, <clears throat> but I'm going to pull, we got, we got to get Jabari up here one of his dates off and, and do a cast. I want to maybe we could do one of them daytime streams I'll be doing. I could bring Jabari on. We could talk about the news of the day. Uh, Jonah Ryan, he said, uh, Penn is Charlie Indigo. Uh, search WikiLeaks for him. Uh-oh. Damn. Uh, get- I got a, yeah, I got a theory behind that shit. I think that a lot of these celebrities... You ever seen the movie uh, Zoolander? No. Wait, uh, Ben Stiller? Yeah. Like, Never I, watched like, it. I think that shit has some kind of truth to it. It was about, like, some, uh, like, models and actors being MKUltra to, to, to take, like, leaders and shit out and shit like that. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a comedy, but I'm like, hmm... That might got some truth to it. Can I say, can I say something forbidden? Yeah. Um, before we went after Muammar Gaddafi, um, Beyonce went over to Libya to perform, I think for his son's birthday. Mm. That same year, I want to say a few months prior to the attack on Libya. Now I'm not saying Beyonce is Charlie Indigo Alpha. What I am saying is that Beyonce took a trip over there. They could have put Charlie Indigo Alpha agents in her entourage. Yeah. Yep. That could have been their excuse for insertion. Oh, Beyonce's coming here. You know, maybe her security detail was Charlie Indigo Alpha. They grabbed Intel. I don't know. But if y'all go look that up, matter of fact, maybe I could um And there is there is this theory. There is this theory that uh allegedly the uprising that happened over there was uh, some mercs mm. and not the actual people. Mm. Some hired mercs started all that. 
which would make sense with what you're saying too. Oh yes, 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 yes. I do remember that. Yes. I do remember that. Hold on. I found a story on the Guardian. I want to find a better story. Um <laughs> NDA equals nigga better apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here it goes right here. This is 2011 article. I'm gonna put this on the screen right here. It says Beyonce reveals that she donated Gaddafi performance fee. Um, Mariah Carey received one million after she uh, performed in 2008. Um, you see here, 2011, Beyonce and Carey distanced themselves from Gaddafi. Right. Uh, oh, she sent her money to. Um, she sent her money to Haiti. So she's right here, Beyonce. Oh, so, she, so she sent her money back to the Clintons. <laughs> Beyonce gave a private concert on New Year's Eve for a son of Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi, according to reports, uh, performing uh, five songs at a club on the Caribbean islands of Saint Bart's. So who knows what happened with that? But, um, you know, just to go off your Zoolander theory, who knows what, what happened with that? Uh, all right. What's the next topic here? Um, let's talk about Black Santa. Then we'll talk about DeSantis versus Trump. Um, did you see the Black Santa versus White Santa list? Yeah, I did see it. Yeah. So people, let me let me tell you something in in. <laughs> in uh what do you call it victim news there is a uh black and white santa and i'm gonna go ahead and pull this up on the screen i'll play this video for you hold on watch this three two one i'm dead as fuck so the white santa has a little list he got daniel mary patrick charlotte ethan and look at the, the black santa he got Dwayne. oh he got my name on there terrence quinn Damien, Latoya, what's his name? LaShawn, they ain't right. Then I say in that they ain't right. Like, this is what this lady says. And I was like, you're just finding the reason to, to feel oppressed. And I'm like, now, if they would have had a black Santa and all the names on there was white, they would have right. got upset. You better be happy that you was represented with the black Santa. How many times you went to the fucking, uh, to like the amusement park and they had the little name plates and shit. Well, you got a white name like I do, but like you ain't got, <laughs> you, ain't got you ain't got no white name and you try to find Latavius. They ain't got no fucking Latavius and no license plate or Latoya or whatever. Right. Whoever made that black sand that was thinking about your ass. Right. And of course, like going off her hands, I don't know. She could have been a light skinned lady, but she's like, she's a white woman getting mad about that shit. Come on, man. Like, let it live. Some black woman gonna come in there and see the black Santa Claus and her son name gonna be on that list and she's gonna be like, this is cool. Mm -hmm. It's home. I'm gonna put it wherever the fuck she's gonna put it at. You know, that's like getting mad because they got a black elf on the shelf. Right. But the thing is, she told on herself, you say, oh, that's my name right there. Oh, 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 so your name <laughs> made the list. Right. Which makes me exactly. think she might have been a light-skinned woman. Uh-huh. You know yeah, your name right the there. List, right? She ain't read, read the whole goddamn list before she made that video. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, come on, y'all. Like, this is we, why people always want something to argue about. Why are people wants to be mad about? It's just annoying. Like, stop. You ask for representation. Hey, now they're gonna cancel Black Santa Claus. <laughs> you ask for representation. 
You get representation. You know, damn well black people don't give their kids white names. You finally get some representation and then you mad. But if you check the thread, niggas is like, I don't see a problem. I, that sound like all my family member names right there. Yeah. So black Twitter wasn't mad at all. Black Twitter was like, oh, I'm down with this. I ain't no reason to be mad. This is wild that people just find something to be upset about. But I, I see nothing wrong with that. Shout out to Black Santa. Shout out to whoever created that list um, of Black Santa. Um, you know, kids is going to receive gifts other than names. You know what the moral of this story is, guys? Name your kids properly. Don't give your kids names that they can't put on the fucking SAT packet. But <laughs> <laughs> well, when, they, when they go for a fucking job interview or something, they just throw this shit right? Nope. <laughs> oh shit! You got an apostrophe in your shit. Your mother, your mother named sh- uh, 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 Denisha, and your father named Sean, and your name Del Sean, or some shit like that. Come on, give <laughs> your kids a fighting chance off this bitch. God damn! <laughs> Yo, somebody in the chat was laughing when you said Latavius. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, um, yo, we got a, a big fight coming up. Jake Paul yeah. versus, I mean, um, Andrew, uh, Jake Paul versus Andrew Tate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be. I saw that today. I was like, is this bullshit? It I was like, I want to see this. I want to see this. Uh, you know, I, huh? I didn't know that. Uh, that Andrew Tate. I thought he was a boxer. I didn't know he was a fucking kickboxer. Yeah. So I know he, he know how to throw powerful fucking punches from close. Yeah. That's going to be a fight. That's going to be a fight. And That's he's a little bit younger. He's not, he's not, um, Anderson Silva, right? No, he's what? Like he's still, what? he's in like his, is he still in his thirties? I want to say he's still in his thirties maybe, but he's not Anderson Silva's age. Who was Anderson Silva fight? Was that Jake Paul? Yeah, it was Jake Paul. Yeah, it was Jake Paul, right? I think, yeah. so I think what happened was, and I said this before, I said, um, when remember Andrew Tate got banned from the internet? Yeah. I think what happened was Andrew Tate wanted to fight Jake Paul. And Jake Paul thought it was a good idea. But the promoter said, well, you're going to have to increase your profile to make it a big purse. So that's when Andrew Tate went all in on taking over TikTok, taking over the internet to increase the profile, which as a result caused him to be banned, which as a result made him bigger than he ever was. And I, and I said this before, I think it was on my Instagram and I said, this seemed like a setup to make him pop in for the fight. And I think the reason why that fight didn't go down when it did is because Jake Paul already had the Anderson Silva thing lined up. So he had to do that fight first. Now that fight's done. Now they fight. Now it's top G versus Jake Paul. Who you got in that fight? Honestly, I want to see Jake Paul get his ass kicked. Yeah. I mean, so think about it, right? Jake Paul, all he's fought, he hasn't fought anybody that's worth fighting. So I'm not going to say that Silva and Tyrone, but, uh, or, 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 um, Tyrone Woodley wasn't worth fighting. Tyrone Woodley's a fucking wrestler. Yeah. He's a wrestler with a good right hand. That's it. Right. He was good in the UFC because he, if he got you on the ground, he could dominate you. Yeah. Right. Or if he caught you with that right hand, you was going to sleep. Right. Anderson Silva's a grappler. He's a, he's, he's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu master. Right, yeah, and he he's and he's good with Muay Thai. He's not a boxer. Either is Tyrone Woodley. 
these was the fucking basketball. Was it basketball or football player he fought? The nigga that he he knocked out. I forgot who it was. Yeah, and shit. Um, no, like he's not fighting anybody of note. The last person he was supposed to fight of note was Hasim Rockman Jr.'s son. Mm. I mean, Hasim Rockman's son, Hasim Rockman Jr. Right. That shit fucking fell through. Hmm. Don't know why. Think he was afraid to fight him. I heard. Mm. Right. Either Hasim Rockman Jr. didn't have a, a a big enough name, right, to fight him. So now you got somebody in Andrew Tate, who I thought he was just a boxer, but seeing that he was a kickboxer, and I know how they operate. First off, they wear gloves, so they they can't grapple. So two, they used to throw in these nasty, solid ass, powerful ass punches from close. So that's gonna. Be, I mean, both of them got knockout power. I got to get that to Jake Paul. I think Jake Paul works hard. I think he goes and he trains like a boxer. I think, honestly, I think he has the potential to be like a legit top boxer. If he, he just got to fight people that, you know, are, are uh, of note for people to give him that recognition. I think that uh, Andrew Tate, like you said, is a little younger than everybody else that he fought. Not as beat up as everybody else that he fought. And has the potential to knock his ass out. So yeah. I think this will be a really good fight. Not only that, I think Andrew Tate going to train his ass off to put him on his ass. Cause I heard the shit he was talking about with him and his brother. Yeah. So all this shit went down. He called his brother a bitch. And he was just in his little brother's shadow. Yeah. That's what he said. He was talking heavy, real heavy. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a good fight. I don't think that is going to end in three rounds or whatever. Um, I but, think this is the I think this is the closest Jake Paul has gotten. I think this is I I don't know, maybe I'm wrong here, but I think this might be Jake Paul's biggest challenge cuz you know, Anderson Silva, I mean, he's over the hill. I think Anderson Silva fought a great fight though. Yeah, he did. He did uh, until that knockdown, right? Yeah. Um I thought he fought a brilliant fight. You know, he took one round off, came back the next one. Took a round off. He's old. Tyron Woodley, like you said, wrestler and some of the other guys, you know, um and uh, I want to see Jake Paul fight somebody that's actually a boxer. And that's the one thing I would say is, although Tate is not a boxer, he was a kickboxer, but he's not a boxer, right? And and that's that's different. That's a different world. It's not kickboxing. You know, it's a different style. Um, uh, strikes come from different places as a boxer. When you're a kickboxer, you sort of used to uh, reflexes in a different manner than a boxer. Certain types of stances and guards don't work the same as they do when you're a boxer. So watching Tate adapt to that is going to be very interesting. Now I got to ask you this. Who stands more to lose here? Oh, Jake Paul stands way more to lose. Mm. That's what I think. Okay. I don't think I don't. Now I know that Andrew Tate was talking his shit. But I think I think Jake Paul has a lot to lose. Because Jake Paul is he's Andrew Tate's a legitimate four time kickboxing champion. Right. Jake Paul ain't got a belt nothing. Right. He's trying to prove himself as a legitimate boxer. He get his ass handed to him by Andrew Tate that knocks him down. That knocks him down. Then that that box that 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 um that pay per view draw ain't gonna be as big as it used to be. Because people are only tuning in to see him get his ass kicked, hoping hoping that he get his ass kicked. 
Right. And once he get his ass kicked, then people ain't going to see that shit. Mm, mm, mm. Here's, mm. The, here's the next circus. Mm. Well, it could be the rematch. Yeah, the rematch it might could be set up a draw. rematch. Now to be, you know, even bigger purse. Rocky yeah, Apollo I, too. But I mean, Tate talks big shit, you know, Mr. Masculinity, Top mm-hmm. G. It's one thing to lose the fight. You know, let's say Tate, it goes to the decision, Tate lose the fight. I think he saves face. But if Tate get knocked out, I think that could hurt his brand. I mean, I, it's think-, die, I think it's die hard to stay with him. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, I think it is his image is going to hurt a little bit if he gets knocked out. I don't know if he gets knocked out, though. Now, yeah, yeah, I don't lie, think- Jake Paul, he, he's stocky. Yeah. But I don't think he get knocked out. I think, for one, um, Tate got the reach on him. Yes, he got the reach and height. Yeah. So I don't think he gets knocked out. Um, I think the kickboxing com- becomes his advantage simply because of the angles he can throw from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how he danced in my in my chat. Yeah, it was his footwork. Was like, like... He, he said his dancing a little ugly. <laughs> but it's uh it's gonna be interesting. Like I know he said he wanted to fight his brother in the in the in the in the in the cage. Okay. Fight Logan Paul in the cage. But mm. um boxing, I think that when when is the when do they want the fight to be? I don't they they haven't set it up. The That's promotions and negotiations thing. is like that shit gotta that can't be no it can't be like December or January. Right. That shit gotta be like February. Yeah. Yeah, because you know they're I mean? gonna need time to promote. Right. Yeah, they need time to promote that fight. So you're gonna need at least three months leeway to promote that fight. So that's definitely a twenty twenty three card. Yeah. 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 So that's what I think. I would do that and that that would give uh, I guess uh Tate some time. And I, it look like he's still been training, but it gives him enough time to to get acclimated without using his feet. Yeah. So, I, I just, I don't know. Like it like, I don't know. I just, it looked, I mean, from the highlights I was watching from Andrew Tate, like he could take a hit. He could take a punch. I think you he's know? been knocked out before in, in, um, in kickboxing. I think he's been knocked out. Um, but it's kickboxing, right? So it's a little bit different. I, and I don't know how the knockdown happened or knockout happened, but, um, you know, I, um, I'm rooting for Tate just to be clear. I want to see Tate win. But I want to see Tate win in convincing fashion. Yeah. It's one thing to win and go to the cards. All right, whatever. Um, and now let's say, let's say it goes to the decision, right? If it goes to the decision, um, it's a win for Tate, brand-wise, money-wise, career-wise. It's a win for Tate if it goes to the decision. If Tate knocks him out, though, oh, my God. <laughs> Do you know he's gonna be like one of the biggest names? Period. Period. <laughs> he knocks him out and then, then like, yeah, I'm not fighting no more. I just wanted to do that. <laughs> yeah, like regardless if he takes on another fight or not, if he knocks out Jake Paul, do you know what his celebrity's gonna look like? Oh geez, bro. He's gonna be the biggest name since Jake Paul. <laughs> right. He's going to take all of that, all of that fame he's going to take from Jake Paul. It's all going to get transferred to him. All of it, including what he's already garnered. Yeah. I mean, um, everybody's going to want him on their show. You know what right. I mean? Endorsements. Endorsements. And now he's the guy to beat. Right. And he could take that and run with it if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I know there's some brands that are not going to want to align with him because, you know, they say he's misogynist or something like that. I don't know. I haven't kept up with that stuff. Um, 
but there's gonna be a lot of brands out there like nah we, we're 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 gonna uh sign them as an endorser <laughs> let's give them a brand deal asap um but yeah so that's the uh jake paul situation um mike sinatra has a question for you oh no wait wait uh gates of above said that he said so snl show was gonna be funny then yeah exactly <laughs> exactly uh mike snyder said canon how did you handle hotep rage in the beginning i don't know if i even had hotep rage canon hotep's know. a cool calm conservative guy man he he's he, he not gonna knock him off his square yeah like i gotta i'm a big dude i'm i walk around at 315 right and i'm not sloppy and solid i live in baltimore so i can't be i can't like, i can't be tripping like that because ain't nobody gonna want to square with me fair you know what i mean it's gonna come down to the pow 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 you know what i mean mm-hmm. so I, i've always been real calm and cool and, and and calculating you know when it comes to anything so like i guess when it comes to like the host rage thing i would just i just i just Sip, I step back and I look at stuff from all, you know, from an exploded view. And then I just, you know, I come up with like my own, uh, my own conclusion on it. And then I just let that shit go. You know what I mean? Ain't, most of the time is ain't shit I can do about it. Right. Right. So, uh, Cannon Hotep is one of the few Hoteps that never had a Hotep rage moment. Shout out to Cannon Hotep. Um, Inside Ages said, can't wait for Jake Paul's punch out. On the Wii, <laughs> we might get we might get a Cobra Tape punch out. Um, Jabari Judy said to the people in the chat asking where's Uncle Hotep. We at Hotep Nation LLC do not condone nor promote religious, racial, or ethnic bigotry of any kind. Y'all see Unc next week. Oh, they asking about Unc? Yeah, he's on suspension. He's got six side quests to complete. Until he completes those six side quests. Um, he is on suspension, so hopefully he gets those complete and he'll be back next week. So he's he's on two weeks suspension and then we'll let him back in. Shout out to Jabari, our official attorney of the Hotep Nation. Um, Hotep's been told you show. Uh, so yeah, we uh, do not promote or condone any religious, racial, or ethnic bigotry of any kind. And Uncle Hotep must pay for the sins of Kyrie and Yang. Yes, Uncle Hotep's on probation. All right, last two topics here. Um, DeSantis versus 4-5. DeSantis versus Trump is boiling over heavy on the internet. What's your take on that, bro? I think it's I think it's some WWF WWE shit. I think Trump is playing it up so he could uh what's the word? Um get everybody, I guess he's playing the heel right now. And then I think when the when when everything's all said and done and it comes down to it, they're going to fucking join forces like fucking Hollywood, uh, Hulk Hogan and, 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 uh, uh, uh the macho man, Randy Savage. And they're going to go in there and they're going to be Trump. The saying is 2024. Mm. One of them going to have to move. And I'm sure that's, you know, easier said than, I mean, it's probably easy for them to do. You just got to change the address. Trump's got a million houses, so that won't be hard for him at all. Right. Um, it's but yeah, strategy cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. <laughs> You know, uh, I saw a lot of people arguing over that today. And, yes. um, you know, people were like, oh, my God, it's too much division in the right. And, da, 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 da. and I'm just saying to myself, like, I don't think it's that serious. I think this is good. For, so let's let's pretend this feud is real. Right. That's kind of what you want. You, you want 
uh, some vying, some jockeying for for positioning yeah. uh, to let the cream rise to the top to allow people to really scrutinize who do we want, right? Do we want Trump? Do we want DeSantis? So you need some scrutiny there. You need some competition. When you don't have competition, I mean, that's when you get candidates like Herschel Walker and Dr. Oz, right? Who have proven right. to not to not deliver on an election win. And we're going to talk about midterm elections after this. But that's what happens. You don't get the cream of the crop when you don't have any any competition. So I look at it like that. Now I got some some whistleblower speculation stuff I'm out to play. Now check this out. Hold on, wait, let me see. Let me just make sure there's not another. Okay, let's, yeah, this is it right here. Okay, so this is pure speculation, I believe. This guy, uh, what did he say? This guy's tweet. Uh, extreme ultra mega auntie X said DeSantis is the preferred candidate of the deep state that speaks volumes comments from one of my wise peeps. So here's the comments says Trump has consistently been against, uh, the vacation mandates while even DeSantis allowed COVID shutdowns and vacation mandates until late 2021. If he had tried to prevent or delay the vaccines, the vacation, the lockdowns would have been worse. His support for the vacations convinced hardly anyone to get them. According to all surveys, he had opposed them. He had even been crucified. Uh, I'm sorry. He had opposed them. He would have been crucified even worse than he was for support of hydroxychloroquine. If he had sacrificed himself on a vaccine issue, it would have been mean, a meaningless gesture and would have left us with nobody to fight against the biggest and most evil propaganda machine in history. Trump is the only major political figure out front against electronic voting machines and pushing for hand counting of paper ballots. DeSantis says paper ballots would be returning to the Stone Age. Looks like he's beholden to the machines. Um, Trump got a free ride in the media during the 2016 primaries because Clinton wanted to run against him as evidenced by her own memo that was disclosed in the DNC WikiLeaks. Trump is as always against mandating the jab. DeSantis was slow in coming out against the vaccine mandates that millions of Floridians were coerced by their employers to get the jab before he finally signed legislation to protect, to, uh, protect them. He is cozy with big pharma and he got jabbed early for the cameras. Uh Oh, he recently said of hand counted paper ballots that he uh, that we don't want to go back to the Stone Age. I'll judge Trump by his enemies, the entire federal government, and almost intelli- every intelligence agency. What a take. So basically what he's saying is uh, DeSantis is the preferred deep state candidate. I believe it. I believe it. And we uh, we saw. Candace. Did you see the clip from Candace? No, what clip from Candace? Oh, hold on. Let me get this to you. I want you to. Um... I heard she kind of denounced uh, Donnie T, right? Yes. I didn't see the clip. I heard she did. Um, it's a seven minute clip. I don't want to play the whole seven minutes. I'm trying to see if we can find a shorter version. Um, but basically what she's saying is. Um, what I'm saying is that Trump needs to take a good look in the mirror and he needs to exercise a tiny bit more humility when he gets something wrong. So basically what happened was she said in the clip that 
um, some journalist twisted her words about Trump being old and his support of the vacations, et cetera, et cetera. And then when it got to Trump, you know, he, you know, one of can in front of one of Candace's cronies, he, he said some disparaging things about Candace. And when Candace saw him, he saw her, he was rude. And I just think it's, it's ironic that this clip comes out yesterday, day after elections. So it's like we're now in 2024 mode. Candace comes against Trump. Who else, y'all? I know y'all been seeing it. Somebody else came against Trump recently, too. Didn't, didn't Mitch McConnell come out against him? Um, well, Mitch McConnell been against him, I'm pretty sure. But yeah. Um, Cocaine Mitch. Yeah. But a lot of people have been coming against Trump and the whole you know, uh, great divide of Republicans is happening now and people are trying to speculate on, um, you know, who, who do they want to run? Do they want Trump to run? Do they want DeSantis to run? And and the elections are over. DeSantis won in a clean sweep. You know, he won by a landslide. So DeSantis doesn't have to, you know, stay true to his position of being governor. He can now say, hey, because I am governor, that's, that's already done. Now, let me go for, you know, presidency. Yeah, I just because Trump's tweets were weird or his whatever he was doing on true social, like call what you call him Ron Sanctimonious. Yeah, and like like he immediately started jabbing him after he won. At the time, it just seemed so like like you said, like the minute he won, it was twenty twenty four time immediately, right? Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's all a show. I just feel like it's all a show and then they're going to like join forces and somebody's going to be somebody's vice. Yeah. Like Kamala and Joe. Right. You know what I mean? Maybe they're vying to see who's going to be president and vice president. <laughs> I don't know. So we have a press release here from Trump. Um, to News Corp. Um, let's pull this up says uh, News Corp. No, I'm sorry. Uh, it leads with the term News Corp. The News Corp, which is Fox, the Wall Street Journal, and a no longer great New York Post, um, is all in for Governor Ron DeSanctimonious, an average Republican governor with great public relations who didn't have uh, to close up his state, but did, unlike other Republican governors, whose overall numbers for a Republican were just average, middle of the pack, including COVID, who has the advantage of sunshine, where people from badly run states up north would go no matter who the governor was, just like I did. Continues, I said, Ron came to me in desperate shape in 2017. He was politically dead, losing in a landslide to a very good agricultural commissioner, Adam Putnam, uh, who was loaded up with cash and great poll numbers. Ron had low approval, bad polls, and no money. But he said that uh, if I would endorse him, he could win. I didn't know Adam, so I said, let's give it a shot, Ron. When I endorsed him, it was as though, uh, to use a bad term, a nuclear weapon went off. Years later, they were the exact words that Adam Putnam used in describing Ron's endorsement. He said, I went from having it made with no competition to immediately getting absolutely clobbered after your endorsement. I then got Ron, uh, I then got Ron by the star of the Democrat. Um, uh, party Andrew Gillum, who was later revealed to be a crackhead. 
by having two massive rallies with tens of thousands of people at each one. I also fixed his campaign, which had completely fallen apart. I was all in for Ron and he beat Gillum. But after the race, when votes were being uh, burglared <laughs> by the corrupt process in Broad County, and Ron was going down uh, 10,000 votes a day, along with now Senator Rick Scott, I sent in uh, Franklin Beverly Institute and the U.S. attorneys and the ballot uh, burglary uh, immediately ended. Yeah, he just, got Snipes to um, resign when he did that. Mm, just prior to them running out of, uh, out of the votes necessary to win. I stopped his uh, chances from being stolen. Uh, and now Ron, Ron DeSanctimonious is playing games. The fake news asks him if he's going to run if Trump runs and he says, I'm only focused on the governor's race. I'm not looking into the future. Well, in terms of loyalty and class, that's not really the right answer. This is just like 2015 and 2016, a media assault, AKA collusion, when Fox News fought me to the end until I won and then they couldn't have been nicer or more supportive. The Wall Street Journal loved low energy Jeb Bush and a succession of other people as they rapidly disappeared from sight. Finally, falling in line with me after I easily knocked them out one by one. We're in exactly the same position now. They will keep coming after us, MAGA, but ultimately we will win. Put America first and make America great again. I gotta go ahead and um already throwing the shade. <laughs> already. I gotta go ahead and get a poll going. Holy shit. Uh I mean all of this shit what he said was correct. He did. He went he cause Gillum was gonna win. They were stealing it. Uh, they were they were Shanghaiing that shit. Gillum. Right. Like I said, they was finding uh they was finding uh, uh penny savers in uh the back of rental cars at the airport. Yeah. They was hiding them shits. And uh to the point where they had to get uh they got a sort of Brenda Snipes resign. She was a she was a head of elections down there. I think she was she the Secretary of State? She yeah, she might have been the Secretary. No, she was only the head of election in Broward County. That's where they was having the issues at. So um, the poll is going up right now, folks. It's going to say, uh, who's your 2024 nominee undecided Trump or DeSantis? So we're going to ask now, me personally, I think that Trump should fall back and just be the kingmaker. Why? I f I'm not going to say he jumped the shark. Mm -hmm. I just feel like if he could grow. If he could, if he could mold somebody to do what he do, they wouldn't see it coming. Right. Mm. Right now we got the, 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 the committee for that day in January. You know what I mean? We know that they're going to have all the agencies in a concerted effort. What they say in that time magazine article, the shadow campaign, that's the, mm -hmm. that's the 2020. Mm -hmm. We know that's going to happen again with him. Mm -hmm. Right. I think he left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths, even on his side. I think it might be time for him just to be the kingmaker. I don't know if he could win 2024. Well, Biden said he would allow him. Right. In 2024. I'll say it like that. Biden said he's going to run again. <laughs> he got no chance. You think they're not going to let him run again? I don't think they'll let him run again. They'll keep, they'll leave him drooling in a, in a retirement home before they let him run again. Let me see, just to make sure. Let me just uh, fact check myself here. Um, biggest takeaway, take homes from yesterday. Pelosi is fired. 
and Biden will run 2024. That's what uh, Sebastian Gorka said. So, yeah, McCarthy's supposed to be the new speaker, probably. Yeah, McCarthy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I I think they're better together. If he's going to run, he needs to he needs DeSantis to run with him. That's me. Everybody everybody's looking at Carrie Lake, which I don't know what the fuck is happening there, but everybody's looking at Carrie Lake and Christy Noel. Maybe if he decided to run with a woman. Yeah. Um. But. I think that if him and Ron DeSantis joined up together, they could definitely take 2024. No problem. Yeah. Carrie Lake's a strong, strong candidate, strong candidate. Samantha Marika said um, CBS News exit poll said 66 percent of Americans do not want to see Joe Biden run for president in 2024. Nobody wants to see that guy back, man. You serious? Like we all know he's not fit for the job. Let that man retire in peace and live his life his last years out. Sheesh. He's doing such a bumbling job already. Um, but yeah, uh, the chat is still working through the poll. So far, we got Trump at 48%. Looks like the Hotep Nation, the Hotep's been told you, uh, I'm sorry, Hotep's been told you, chat. Participants are voting. They, they want Trump. They want Trump. Okay. Go for it. I just, I mean, I mean, if he, I mean, if he runs, yeah, of course I have, to, I have no point. I got to vote for him. You know what I mean? I can't go. Well, yeah. Well, my, 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 the thing that's splitting me off is, um, number one, selfish reasons. I think Trump's a greater grift for the timeline. <laughs> right? greater grift. It's going to make me a lot more money covering Trump news than DeSantis news. But I think the deciding factor is watching the agents like Candace Owens and the the rest of the establishment sort of throwing Trump under the bus got me like, hmm, I don't know if we can trust DeSantis. Maybe he is the establishment guy and I don't like picking the establishment guy. That was my whole thing with Trump. I like Trump because he wasn't part of the establishment. But do you go with the establishment right or the establishment left? That's well, obviously you go with the establishment right. Right. But I just feel like it's going to be like, so I feel like he's making for great reality television, right? Yeah. Because come on. If DeSantis does run for uh, president and we watch those fucking uh, the debates between them two, it's just going to be classic. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fucking classic. Yeah. It's going to be TV. You know how much the ratings for the Republican? Uh, I, and that's what I love, right? If there is a DeSantis Trump debate, right? That alone is going to draw all of the attention away from the Democrats. Yeah. It's going to be all eyes on the Republican Party. And that alone, I believe, is going to win the election for the Republicans. Yes. You know, obviously, the Democrats, these four years and the Biden administration has proven that we don't want Democrats in power because we don't like socialism. We see what socialism has done. Um, but having Trump and DeSantis, like, you know what those ratings are going to look like? It's going to be crazy. People are going to be fucking, they're going to run in the house like they used to do for the old Michael Jackson movies, uh, <laughs> videos. <laughs> but that's what you do. You do Trump, DeSantis, then the, uh, 2024, and then after that you do DeSantis Lake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, man. I cannot wait we're going to have you. We're going to have Uncle Hotep. We're going to be right here live streaming the Trump versus DeSantis debate. 
Oh, it's gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna be thousands of people in this chat watching the thing, watching the stream. That's gonna be amazing. I can't wait for that. That's gonna be fire. So I'm all here for that. I'm all here for that. Um, all right, last topic. Then we're gonna get out of here. We're gonna we're gonna raid uh Cannon Hotep's channel. Cannon Hotep is live. The man you see to my right, uh to your left is Cannon Hotep. Um and uh, we'll be uh, rating his stream directly after this. So please join us over there at Cannon Hotep on Rumble and YouTube. Um, let me go to Super Chats and then we'll go to this last topic, midterms. Um, Uncle Hotep, uh, like I said before, Uncle Hotep is on suspension. We at Hotep Nation LLC do not condone nor promote race, religious, racial, ethnic bigotry of any kind. Hopefully we'll see Uncle Hotep next week. Shout out to our attorney, Jabari Judah. Uh, Carlos Africa, he said, uh, everybody knows landlords can't wait to kick us out. Free Uncle Hotep. <laughs> uh, opinionated Junkie, house update, RNC 210, DNC 192. Uh, Pew Pew Guru, thank you for the super chat. Not Corn Pop, he said, what the F, Hotep? I don't know what happened. Um, yeah, so speaking of midterms, uh, Republicans have taken the house. Um, what's happening with the Senate race now? I know, well, we got to talk about Fetterman. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, bruh. They somebody put on the top, I forgot who it was. I don't, was it, was it, I don't know if it was Patriot J. Now, somebody said y'all literally voted a dead man in the office. I was like, <laughs> Bro, I don't understand it. I'm sorry. People in Pennsylvania, you, you, you're dumb. You're dumb. Yeah. You voted a guy with brain damage. And I'm not going after him because, right. you know, he had a stroke. And that shit's sad. But you know what's sadder? Watching him go up on, on stage and go, hello, good night, everybody. Mm. Having a sonographer and still couldn't keep up with the debate. Yeah. He talking reverse. You don't remember if he was for fracking or not. He fucked up. So yeah. the thing about it is, is that I'm like, why? <laughs> like, why would you vote somebody like that in? It's bad enough that whoever his camp is, um, fucking propped him up like that and, and forced him to do that shit. Yeah. There's no way he make it those six years. But because what? Y'all mad that Dr. Oz ain't in Oprah's fucking book club no more? Y'all couldn't vote for him? <laughs> I'm not saying Dr. Oz was the ideal candidate, but he was better than that. Right. That shit is that, that shit blows my mind. It's like it's like it's, it is an us versus them mentality, essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, my thing is. You know, in regards, to, I tweeted this out earlier. In regards to Stacey Abrams, in regards to um, the Oz uh, race, uh, the Walker versus Warnock race. You know, uh, when it came to Stacey Abrams, everyone was blaming. I'm gonna say everyone, but people were blaming black men. Oh, it's black men's fault. Blah 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 blah. Right? And we just know that's just not true. Um, maybe it's Stacey Abrams' fault that Ab Stacey Abrams lost. You know, um, yeah. you know, uh, 
There's no fucking, no vote. You know, whoever put that thing together, I know that wasn't a Stacey Abrams thing, but whoever put that thing together, I don't think that was effective with black audiences. Her going out there and doing the whole dance thing, um, you know, with that younger demographic. Although the younger demographic, they are saying the younger demographic is the ones that went out and pulled out uh, huge upsets for the Democrats in this election. But, you know, Stacey Abrams' efforts didn't pan out for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, doing all these concerts. I'm pretty sure a bunch of that audience didn't care about voting. They were, they just wanted to come see their favorite artists perform. They went home and then, you know, forgot about politics. Right. So, um, you know, maybe there was something different she should have done with her campaign and her efforts and her platform. When it comes to Fetterman versus Oz, I said this before when I saw the debate or the little bit of the debate I saw because um, I came in the end of Uncle Hotep's stream. Um, the people that lost that debate were the people of PA because if you have to pick between Fetterman and Dr. Oz, that's slim pickings, right? Going back to the whole Trump DeSantis thing, you know, cream mm-hmm. rise to the top, you know, you need some real competition. That wasn't, those weren't real candidates, I don't believe, no, you know? And I wasn't. Dr. Oz, like that's the best we could do. And I don't know much about Dr. Oz and, and this is, I'm not trying to disparage Dr. Oz, but I'm pretty sure we could have found a better candidate to run against Fetterman. And the fact that Dr. This is what lets me know everything about Dr. Oz. The fact that Dr. Oz couldn't beat Fetterman tells me everything I need to know about Oz's campaign. Exactly. And, and the other thing is, I think that the right made a huge mistake with Fetterman because we know that a lot of this stuff comes down to name recognition. You go into that booth, you know, you, you're, you, you start to vote. It's about what name do you recognize in that in that booth and the right memed fetterman into celebrity status they did they did so i'd agree with you on that so his profile was raised much so by the right which i think is a misstep but i don't think oz gave the people anything memorable either because if he gave the people something memorable i'm sure the meme machines would have memed him into stardom as well. Would have memed him into relevancy as well. But they didn't do that. And then mm-hmm. when you look at the Warnock versus Walker race, they're going to a runoff. Who knows what's going to happen with that? But again, Herschel Walker, like not the best candidate. And this is nothing against Herschel Walker. I'm sure he's a nice guy or whatever. I don't know anything about him. Don't know much about his campaign, but I'm sure from what I've seen, they could have picked somebody that was much stronger. The fact that the race was that close lets you know that the people of Georgia were undecided. It lets you know the people of Georgia was like, I don't really like any of these cats. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So it shows you how like Warnock was not a favorite and Walker wasn't a favorite, which means this was a race that Republicans could have Republicans could have won. So like I said before, Maybe it's it has nothing to do, you know, they're blaming libertarians for for, you know, losses. It's not their fault. Maybe it's the GOP's fault for picking the candidates that they picked in these places. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, no, I completely agree with you saying. I mean, like Fetterman, like I was saying uh, on election night, like I think that he got pitied into the Senate. I think he got pity votes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. 
you know, the, I mean, the, the the right was going hard on his 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 malady or whatever you want to call it, his 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 handicap or whatever the fuck you want to call it, to the point where people, I think people, a lot of people voted for him because, you know, they felt bad for him. Right. Right. But like you said, neither one of them candidates are ideal. Uncle Hotel probably could have wrote his name in. Uncle Hotel probably could have jumped in for the Senate race and won that shit. Yo, Uncle Hotep, Uncle Hotep could have won. I'm gonna tell you what races he like, he could have won. He could have beat Fetterman and Warnock. Guaranteed. If the GOP ran Uncle Hotep, he could have beat Fetterman and Warnock. And that's no diss to Uncle Hotep. No, not but at all. But he's not a politician. Uncle Hotep's not a politician. He's not from that ilk. But they was better off picking Uncle Hotep to run in PA. He's just a black man from Exton, Pennsylvania. You could have right. picked the black man from Exeter, Pennsylvania, and he could have whooped on um and he could have whooped on Fetterman, but that didn't happen. Didn't happen. No, they each person picked they picked Oz because Trump backed Oz. Yeah. They picked Fetterman because I don't fucking know how they picked Fetterman. But they yeah. picked Fetterman. Um, I guess he was, I guess, viable until he had his stroke. But they kept with him. I guess he'd be more controllable after his stroke than he was before. Right. I'm assuming, you know, because he's got to have somebody in there with him going to make those decisions. He's not going to make any of those fucking decisions. Yeah. As far as what he's going to vote on and stuff like that, ain't no way possible. Somebody's going to be making them his voting decisions for him. Right. Right. And also, I was talking to one of the homies about earlier. He's like, yo, you know, Herschel Walker's a bumbling idiot. You can't tell me he's ever said anything, you know, all of that. And I'm like, well, he's really like not the one in control. I'm sure there's people behind him. And I'm like, I'd rather him than Warnock. You know, I had that discussion with the homie earlier, but yeah, I, you know, I definitely, you know, would choose that over, over anything. Um, the Carrie Lake race, we're waiting on that one. Um, yeah, they stopped counting. Like they said, like before I got, I came out to get ready. This was at like seven thirty. Mm -hmm. It was like breaking news: Maricopa County that they're not releasing any more results tonight. That was at 7.30. Is this the same one where... Um, That's where they had all them fucking problems with the machine. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 I think they said they're not going to be done counting until next week. Yeah, it's about like Monday or Tuesday they're talking about. Right. But all of their drops have been like low drops, like 62,000, 73,000. Yeah. I saw I'm telling you, they, they trying to buy some time before they so they can figure out how to fucking kill that. Mm. Or maybe how to spin it in the media. That's what I yeah yeah um i saw one um i think it was a town or something like that it only had like 300 or 600 votes and it was like 60 percent carry carry lake so hopefully that's um an indication of her uh and that race is is super close they're neck and neck right now yeah. uh carry lake has come back and she's at 40 49.3 percent of the vote so um you know hopefully um our, our homegirl Carrie could pull that out over there in Arizona. Uh, but yeah, this, this midterm was wild. It wasn't the red wave that many of us expected. Uh, but um, we did get the house. Republicans definitely got the house. And um, the, the Senate right now, Republicans are up one seat, 49 to 48. And it looks like the Senate is going to come down to 
uh, Blake Masters versus Kelly, the incumbent. Mm-hmm. Herschel Walker versus Warnock. And then Nevada, uh, where um, 86% of the votes are in. And um, Laxalt is uh, leading. Uh, he's got a 40, 49.2% versus 47.8%. So that's another close race. And those are the three states that are going to... Uh, are going to decide the uh, the Senate. So, you know, hopefully we get a Republican Senate and House for the sake of um, for the sake of uh, Supreme Court votes. Right. Making sure we keep a nice red Supreme Court, because if we didn't, we probably would have had all types of mandates and lockdowns where we Wade wouldn't have been overturned, et cetera, et cetera. That's my big thing when it comes to the Senate is, you know, those are the guys that's going to be picking a Supreme Court. Supreme Court is the one that's going to you know, uh, hold Congress accountable to the Constitution, tied to the Constitution, uphold the Constitution. So that's that's why I want a nice red, a nice red uh, uh, Supreme Court, because otherwise, you know, we would have had mandates, you know. Right. Exactly. We know they um, they voted on the mandates. Unfortunately, they did vote in favor of vacation mandates for government employees, which I thought was really whack. But he yeah. said private individuals, you know, no, there's no mandates. We're not going to allow that. You know, they got the right to choose. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, pew, 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 guru. Thank you for super chat. Not corn pop said, Hotep, you blocked me. SOS. Um, pop milk. Here, this is what you got to do. I'm 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 going to unblock you. Here's what you got to do. You got to send me Bitcoin on cash app. Dollar sign Hotep Jesus, send me Bitcoin on Cash App and put your uh, in the note, put your the, your your Twitter at put your Twitter at on Cash App note to Dollar Sign Hotep Jesus and send me it, send me cash, but in Bitcoin. This is my rule. If you want to unblock, I only take Bitcoin. I don't take USD, I only take Bitcoin. Um alternatively. Alternatively, you can send me Syscoin. To be clear, Syscoin is a sponsor on this channel. You can send me Syscoin on Binance. You can go buy Syscoin on Binance and you can send me Syscoin. I will send you my Syscoin wallet address and you can send me Syscoin. That's the alternative. Um, Rudy the Vet Russo, thank you. You said Kathy Barnett was a great candidate. Um, okay. Uh, HTJ, uh, she was on Tim pool. Listen to that episode. Hannity and Trump slandered her and backed Oz. Go watch her primary debate. Oh man. Really? I think I do remember that. Um, not corn pop. He said free pop, pop salt. <laughs> um, opinion, a junkie GOP pulled funding two from campaigns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Martian. Y'all hear about the 15,000 protesters to be executed in Iran. It really hurts my heart that this kind of cruelty exists. Man, that's sad. But I still, but you know, I I can't believe. It's a women's rights rally or some shit like that. Yeah, but I can't believe everything coming out of Iran because I know Charlie Indigo Alpha is in there. I'm reading this great book on the history of uh, oil. It's called Disorder, something in the uh, 21st century. Uh, Give you a nice history on the oil thing. So. Yeah, I, I don't know what to think about the whole Iran situation. Uh, I know the other day U.S. Um, bombed. Um, here, let's pull that up right now. Um, it was oil oil trucks, I believe. 
let's see if I can find this really fast and then we'll get out of here. Uh, let's get that out of there. Let's see. U.S. MS. Oh man, it's not. Bad. All right, let's see. Let's see if we can. Was it Iran or was it another country? I think this one was Iran. Where did I see that story? Okay, U.S. bombed Syria today. Uh, hold on. Did you see that? U.S. bombed Syria today. Um, well, did you see her about the U.S. bombing some some truck, some oil truck? No, I didn't hear about that. Okay, I think it was in Syria. <laughs> what the hell, Syria? Okay, here it is. All right, the warning came as Iran accused the U.S. of bombing a convoy of Iranian tankers in Syria carrying fuel to Lebanon. Mm. Yeah, here, I'll put this on the screen real fast for the people. Um, so it was in Syria, but it was a convoy of Iranian tankers. So that's what I'm saying, like with the whole Iran news and stuff. Um, here this guy says, uh, Israel bombing Syria and U.S. bombing Syria, Iraqi border, but Ukraine is still breaking news. Um, so, you know, when it comes to Iran and oil, um, here, right here, breaking, the U.S. just bombed a civilian oil ship. This is November 8th. Uh, Syrian girl uh, or partisan girl. The U.S. just bombed civilian oil ship carrying life-saving fuel to war-ravaged Syria on the eve of winter. Um, uh, killing 30 innocent men. Yeah, so when it comes to that oil, I mean, Iran situation because of the oil stuff. Um... Jabari, hold on. Jabari saying something. Oh, Jabari said, a uh, great book. Just got it. Yeah, yeah. It's a real good book, man. I've been working my way through it. It's, you know, I've it's some of this stuff. I'm like reading the same paragraph three, four times. Like, wait, what happened? It's, you know, trying to just make sure I can, you know, uh, retain much of the information. It, you know, much of it is causing me to pull out a notebook and take notes. Um. So yeah. So when it comes to Iran, I'm not uh. I'm not particularly keen on believing every story that comes out uh, because of the U.S. history of oil in that region, et cetera, et cetera. But anyway, um, you ready to rate? Yeah, I'm good. I'm all set up. We actually I just um, we streaming right now. Um, all right. Let me get the link. Where you want me to send people? Rumble or, or YouTube? We rumble. We rumble. Uh, we rumbling. All right. Let's let's get the, rumble throw the link in the um, throw the link in the, uh, the chat. Ah, right, you gonna put it in the chat? Yeah, I'm already sent the uh, link to uh to my DM. Yeah. All right. Hold on. Here it go. All right. Hope that's what I told you. After party. Here it is, right here. Free Britney. We over there on Rumble, y'all. All right. <clears throat> So we're going to we're going to Cannon Hotep's channel right now. You shouldn't even be here anymore. You should be on Cannon Hotep's channel. Make sure I hit that hit that subscribe button and hit that rumble button on the way in. Let's get them rumbles up. Let's get those the subscribe uh, numbers up. I'm trying to hit 500 tonight. Let me hit 500. I'm only like 
don't know, 15 away or something like that. 15 away. Happy uh, hope that's been told you after party. Free Britney, what's happening in Arizona and more. So it's going to be very frank talk about those uh, elections in Arizona and the funny money happening out there. So let's get everybody go on over there. Raid the chat. I'm shouting out people that's in that chat over there. Let's get them Rumble Rats uh, rants going. Head over there to the Rumble rant for the next two minutes. I'm going to go ahead and uh, shout out people on this stream that are in the chat there. Sauce the Prophet just said Rumble Gang. Salute. Salute. I see you. I see you. Who else is on over there? There we go. Jimmy Doss's day said Rumble. Oh, Hit that plus. Get the subscribe. X jumped in. I hear that. I hear that. Appreciate you guys. Let's get them to 500 right now. Hit the subscribe button over there on Rumble. Let's go, people. Let's get them up to 500. How come I can't find your subscribe number here? Where is that? Oh, okay. Let's bring it up on the channel. Uh, Cannon Hotel. 486. Yeah, you're at 46 right now. Let's get those numbers up, y'all. Let's get those numbers up. Subscribe to Cannon Hotep over on Rumble. We raid in the chat. That's official. Hotep's been told you after party. Every Thursday, the official after party is on Cannon Hotep's channel. Will, uh, Wind Pill Seeker. Oh, that's Sketch Therapy. Sketch Therapy supporting. Rain Clouds. What up, Rain Clouds? Clouds. Uh, Brandy Austin. What up, what up, what up, what up? 66 watching already over there. Right, I'm going to let y'all go so y'all can go. Uh, Cannon Hotel, appreciate you standing in with Uncle, Uncle Hotel tonight, man. I appreciate you letting me stand in. I appreciate that. Absolutely, absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, hopefully Uncle Hotel will be off suspension after he does a six side quest. And we'll see y'all next week for another episode of Hotel's Been Told You. Hotel and Bill.